0: You. Yeah, you. Just to let you know before we begin, uh, When the Stars Fell is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast for adults and uh, contains some less-than-savory language. Uh, Even though it takes place in a make-believe world, listener discretion is advised. Thank you.
1: It's a a dark night. The stars are very visible. Um, The clouds are spotted around, and the moon is shining really brightly. You, five... Uh, Our friend Charlie, who's going to be played by Ray. Our friend Groff, who's going to be played by Brayden. And our friend Sodenai, who's going to be played by Molly. As well as Hiyom, played by Alexis. And Vadir. If you guys don't remember these names, not important. Um, But you guys are...
2: I will never forget (laughs) Hiyom.
1: Was that... Wait, 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 Vadir? Vadir. 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 Yep. that with an F or a TH. Uh, two Fs. Two Fs. Did
3: you just find out that Jacob just didn't like our characters, so he just decided <laughs> to make all new ones for us. Yeah, I just didn't. I
1: was like, nah. Damn.
3: We
4: gotta of these people.
1: That's a PowerPoint. <laughs> but as you guys are are here in the night, you all are um, sitting around the light glow and warmth of a campfire. Uh, uh, there are a nice Crickets light in the background. Glow warmth from a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, And so you guys are sitting here on the campfire. Um, There's a nice breeze at your backs from the contrasts, the heat. Um, And you guys are sitting with Torbeck, who is about a medium size human. Seems to be pretty old. He's definitely got a a grayer beard, but still quite well-built and strong. Would
5: you say he's in his mid-50s, Jacob?
1: I would say so. He's seen a lot. He's got a lot of scars on his face. I'm um, in him weed like the rest of you. Did you say weed marshmallows?
2: Are we are we eating marshmallows at the fire? No. Sommelier?
1: No, actually you're not because um, um you all are here for whose a very job
2: was it? To bring the marshmallows because that <laughs> I, was all, very I'm important. I I roll what the for hell, marshmallows.
6: Charles? Can I roll for
4: marshmallows. Because...
0: Oh, <laughs> I know it's very
4: important to Vadir's character
1: that he always has marshmallows.
5: rolls for marshmallows
1: all right y'all are th- y'all are popping marshmallows as you're sitting around the campfire oh, okay but we didn't even roll for it this is not I I, to to I, marshmallows. I, I am not going to let the first roll of the campaign to be on whether or not you get marshmallows i'm sorry i don't know if i, I can, can do that roll
5: for you on the first roll
1: of the campaign <laughs> okay. you know marshmallows. respect the reverence you give the game since it's Vidir's uh intimate backstory that i didn't even know uh Vidir, give me a d20 roll to see how oh, okay. many marshmallows you guys have. Oh, that's a- that's a solid six. <laughs> so y'all got six marshmallows, which is perfect! One for each of you. Okay. Look at this! Yes. Yeah. Vadir comes in clutch. He does, he DOES!
3: I'm to see if I burn my marshmallow.
4: First notes of the campaign, deer clutches marshmallow To <laughs>
0: see yes. if I burn my marshmallow.
4: Vadir didn't understand the assignment
1: and 20. just ate it. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. So if a deer's already eaten his marshmallow. Eight. Okay, so that's a, is that an eighteen? Yes. Good job. I got a plus two on top of that. Okay, so your your marshmallow is like it's it's golden perfection. Like there's there's very few marshmallows um, that could compare amongst these six marshmallows, because you're you're just doing really well.
3: Oh Jacob.
1: Yeah? Oh no.
3: I rolled the two.
1: And then you look over um <laughs> And and as you're as you're looking at your nice golden marshmallow you look over at uh Sutton's eyes and hers is just what marshmallow I didn't see the... where's the marshmallow oh it's 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 there it's just very dark it's it's very charred very was, charred I just
5: assumed that it was in the fire she just doesn't get to have a marshmallow <laughs> I
0: just you just
5: <laughs> see, like,
3: single tear. Okay, go like, split my easily. marshmallow with
1: you all half dressed in your um guard armor uh you start to look around and, and you can see that you are in the middle of a camp and not just any camp this is a uh the 157th battalion's camp um and you oh
2: shit <laughs> we're at war yeah yeah this is oh. yeah yeah <laughs> I'm gonna is
1: <laughs> however oh, I you... going to say it
4: <laughs>
2: okay so let me get this straight you were gonna have us a sitting around this campfire depriving us of our marshmallows for our last meal and then just send us off to war to die.
1: Really. Torbeck, uh, kind of looks over you guys and is like, Man, this is a... This is a young crowd. How long have you guys, uh, been in combat? Three minutes.
6: Uh, (laughs) Approximately
4: 37 seconds. I just got here. I just spent the last of my marshmallows.
1: Wow, you guys are you guys are fresh then. Alrighty. <laughs> I can't speak for him, but yeah. So, they so Torbeck they ruined me. Torbeck's listening to your guys Tor- answer. Torbeck,
6: how many marshmallows have you had in your day?
1: Torbeck hearing that question just stares at the fire as he's uh, cooking his marshmallow um, and and just in a very deep voice he's like, Too many to count. The war has been so long. And I've been doing this for so many years. I've lost count.
3: You need another marshmallow, man.
6: G- Groff stands up. and places a, a hand on, on, on Torbeck and says, It's okay, man. After tonight, there'll be many more marshmallows. You just
1: gotta get through tomorrow. Torbeck kind of, you know, kind of repostures himself. He's like, I really hope so. This is supposed to be the final battle, they said. At least that's what I've been hearing. Rumor is, if we can make it into the Dwarven Stronghold, like, it's all done. So tomorrow, I'm hoping that this will all be over.
4: Can I ask a question? Go for it. How many times have they said, if you just make
1: it here, it will all be over? Torbeck. uh... Facts. He's looking at you, um, but he goes from looking at you to hear the question to staring right through you. Um... And the only response he musters is I don't know if I really care at this point anymore.
3: How did they know this is the last battle?
1: I don't know. I don't get all the higher up bureaucracy mumbo jumbo, but I'm guessing there's
6: probably if if it's got to be the last battle there's got to be something of
1: importance here. Yeah,
4: there's got to be some sort of secret uh, gobbledygook that they're going to pull off to make I mean, it in the gonna, end. They're
3: going to send fresh troops to a thing that's got some special gobbledygook. I do not yeah. know if I signed up for this one.
0: Uh, I mean... You know you know so I the design.
5: gobbledygook is good. I don't
4: know yeah, the gobbledygook... Be. I mean, I'd rather go into battle with some gobbledygook
6: than without any gobbledygook, you know exactly. what I'm saying? The gobbledygook
5: is very important.
6: I hear it has a plus five to damage.
2: I think that even if this was the last battle, I don't think it would matter to them whatever happens to us. And I'm sure that if it really is the last battle, it's gonna be our death. Mm. That earns the higher-ups a victory.
1: Um, Ooh, that's deep. Torbeck just, like, shakes his head, and he's like, I can't argue with you there. And in that moment... As you're all reflecting, um, you hear the sound of a really loud horn. And it just echoes throughout the camp. And you hear shouting and running a soldier, again, barely dressed, doesn't have his helmet on, barely has a lot of his armor on, runs by. And he's like, the sky is falling! The sky is falling! Um, And keeps running on to tell more. Um, And you can see that the camp then just starts to get up in commotion. Uh, Torbeck even stands up and looks around. It's like, what the heck are they talking about?
2: Yeah, little. They...
1: Was he was he burning more than marshmallows? You know what I'm saying?
4: Oh, that's
6: what I'm. That's what I'm saying, dude.
4: Everybody
1: roll Wait. me a a uh, perception check, and you all get a plus two to perception. Right. So I got, a 13. I got another six. Thirteen to six. <laughs> Seventeen
3: plus two, which makes it nineteen.
1: Okay, nineteen. I just showed an eight. Per- an eight. Perception okay. is wisdom, right? Yeah, perception yeah, yeah. is wisdom. I can get a
6: crisp 8 after my plus 2.
1: There we go, okay. So, I, I think 11. Molly's the only one that got above 10, uh, above ten, ten. right? You got 10, I right? I 19,
3: one below a not was 20. A, I think I saw whatever There was a it 13
1: is. as well. Was there a 13? Was that you, Lex? Oh, I got a
2: 13. Okay, yeah. sorry
1: about that. All right. So, as go. Vidir cracks the joke about uh, maybe having more than marshmallows, uh, Charlie and Groff just kind of, like, chuckle to themselves. Um, but Hiome and... Uh, eh. Um Heom and Sudenai. Sudenai, uh you guys look up, and he's not wrong. You actually see streaks of light. You would almost mistake it as, like, a shooting star, but they're getting bigger, and they're getting brighter. Um, and, and you see that one is actually... Headed right towards where your campsite is. Where you guys are sitting.
0: Uh, get
3: the
6: marshmallows, just book it.
1: Ayo, hey, is it is it me or is it just
6: Where's the light coming from?
4: <laughs> the moon sure is full.
6: No <laughs> way. Who brought more torches out? Oh, guys, my calendar. It's supposed to be a new moon. Address...
2: Guys, my neck hurts. So so we all are running away from like we're not just gonna like Oh yeah, I mean, that would be one hell <laughs> of a, a story if we all were like you know what let's well, what just
1: are you, stay bro, what? <laughs> it is our last battle
2: <laughs> it is our last battle let's just stay
1: but as you guys are talking uh, all of a sudden uh, this full moon just became like a lot brighter like almost whiting out the ground um and it is at this moment that you guys know uh something's happening um so what are you guys gonna do I'm gonna Um, run.
6: Run! (laughs) I. I'm not
3: much more than a soldier. I'm gonna fucking book it. I got a family to go to.
1: So as you guys are are, are beginning to run, uh, Groth's not running. He's kicking. He's kicking back.
6: He's like, well, I have my marshmallow. Uh,
1: Okay, so (laughs) Groth. (laughs) Groth is gonna make me a dexterity saving throw. Um, at disadvantage and you only get plus one on the dexterity just don't want me to fail my lowest is 16 my highest is 19. as everybody's running away you just are chilling back and relaxing and as you are like leaning back you see this giant bright light like coming at you but instead of it coming right at you it falls right in front of you where the fireplace is and so you were sitting on the edge of what is now a crater where the stars barely missed you.
3: Can I go back to grab Everybody's him? To
1: yeah, yeah, you can, can go back. Like, can yeah.
3: like... Okay, I'm going to try to hoist him over my shoulders. Do I need a roll for that?
0: I'm going to come
6: back uh... and ask if he's a god. <laughs> <laughs> Me? A god? No. I'm just your average groff. <laughs>
1: He's so cool. But Molly, I am actually going to have you do another perception check for me. And also, Joe, go ahead and give me a perception check since you came back to ask if he was a god. As you guys are, like, talking to Groff and trying to get him out of there, um, you look over, and out of the crater, um, there is this, these orbs, right? And these orbs seem to, like, rise up. And form into a humanoid shape. And from there, these orbs then start to suck in the ground around it. And the crater gets a little bit wider. Um, and it starts to...
6: Suck? What Do they suck the log that Groff is lounging upon?
1: Uh, you know what? Give me a or d20. Does... Give me a d20 rule. Evens yes, I bet, odds no. Have
3: they do anything? They sucked up the rest uh, of the marshmallows. 13.
1: Okay, so no, that log that you're sitting on, thankfully, did not get sucked up by the orbs. Um, but the one across from you did. And as it gets sucked into this... Uh, might we say gravitational pull?
6: Rage-looking...
1: Um, yeah, orb creature. It splinters the wood apart and the wood starts to take form of its like torso area. And then the dirt and mud starts to take form on... Uh, its legs and then all of a sudden the stones from the campfire begin to cover a metal helmet swings past your guys' head. It's Torbex and it wraps itself around yeah, what we we would assume is its head. What was in our marshmallows?
2: Um, what happened to um, <laughs> What happened to the old guy, Torbeck?
1: As you guys are looking at this creature, Torbeck actually comes from uh, behind you Hyominal and he puts a hand on your shoulder, and he he stares at this creature like, "What the hell is that?"
2: So um, this is not normal in in battle. And warfare. that's
1: Vadir Jr. This look, is not
2: something you've seen before. <laughs>
1: look, man, I I I in all my years of like warfare, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know if this is some like dwarven weapon. I I don't know, man. This is, is this, this still, weird. is weird. He's not a is this dwarven weapon. Stuff
3: is falling down.
1: He's my son. So so first off, Molly. Yes, as you look up, there are more of these uh, streaks of light that are falling to the to Earth, and you hear just impacts of craters all around. Um, and yeah, so Vadir. Stuff is getting a
6: little uncomfortable, is what you're saying. A little <laughs> bit, a little bit,
1: but he's still cool. Um, uh, and Vadir. massage. Vidir, uh, as you, yeah. <laughs> Vidir, as you put the helmet on, uh, the star, the this uh, this being, looks at you and, and kind of like, uh. Like slightly tilts its head, kind of like a dog, like when it hears something, um, and, it, and it sees that like you guys look the same, um. And then it's in that moment that you all, uh, hear this painful. But very clear sound that you can only deep. hear in your head. Um and it's just who am I? Who who are we? Um That's some deep shit. And oh it just God, it no. just continues. And it's this it's That's this relatable. constant. It's oh, really yeah it's like on it's I'm it's like
2: human experience actually that's why it's so painful you're, i'm gonna hear from,
1: hey, you're you're, you my, you're my child you're vadir jr um look at your
2: baby boy vadir
1: in the cacophony <laughs> in the cacophony of uh who am i who are we who am i who are we um there's one voice that you hear that comes through and it just says i am vadir
4: I mean, you can just be Vadir if you want to. I just, you know, I, I'm Vadir, so i were like, you were like Vidir Jr. You're going to be like my buddy, my pal. He then he
1: then tilts his head the other way in more confusion. Yeah, this dude's not Dwarven. This is Vidir Jr. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys.
3: I was going to say, obviously the Dwarves didn't uh, send it, so what about the Fae? The Fae could have sent it.
1: Torbeck um, is just staring at this being, and he walks a little bit closer. And he goes, it could be the Fae, but they they just don't they don't get involved in conflicts they just they do their own thing and and we, even when we asked for help they were like uh, no we aren't getting ourselves involved so i i i can't imagine it would Fair be the face
6: give the runarounds
1: i mean i could um, ask him
2: oh what but dear junior yeah. what you, what you, are you but dear junior
1: who sent you who sent it and the last thing you guys hear before uh the mist comes in. Is the deer saying, I, I, where is here?
7: Don't be afraid of the dark, be careful with stars. Not every light is gonna guide you, baby. Don't let them rain on your spark, keep it close to your heart. All of the pressure's gonna drive you crazy, cause you rise to the madness. In the morning it's all gonna vanish, don't be afraid of the type, be careful with stars. Not every light is gonna guide you
1: I know, right?
5: I feel like I'm in the setup of champions. I mean I have a book, yeah. I have dice <laughs> I have a table. Okay.
1: You're ready to go. <laughs> okay, Hello and welcome to When the Stars Fell a D&D podcast where me and my other middle-class working friends escape reality to enjoy playing a game of imagination. So I'm going to go around and introduce you all to the players of this campaign, um, and then we're going to jump into session zero, technically, uh, of what we're doing. So would the man sticking a highlighter and pencil in his nose currently want to start us off? <laughs>
5: uh my name's ray uh i believe i'll be playing allison in this uh do i need to describe my character at all or just kind of let it pitch off? sure yeah
1: give give a little give a little actually no don't give a description we'll come back to that fun fact fun fact for sure Uh, yeah yeah fun fact fun fact Fun fact fact of me yep uh no 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 no. character 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 character. character fun fact thank you joe um
5: He has a buddy that's a goat. <laughs> Pretty awesome. You guys awesome, know okay. Uh, I am a human who is a... Well, he's a tinkerer.
1: Yeah. yeah
6: that'll be disclosed later.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Tinkerbell. Understood.
1: <laughs> Tinkerbell. My
6: name's Brayden. Don't worry about it. Um, I will be playing Wolak Bork. Okay. Many people just call him Wally. Fun fact for him is... Uh, he has an inanimate object following him forever that he magically made uh
1: is familiar one day. That's right. I forgot and about he that. Can't get rid of it. Cause you're you're playing a um I and I guess we should
6: a Yeah, I'm playing a wild magic uh sorcerer. That's right, that's right.
1: Awesome.
3: Hello everybody, I am Molly and i am playing solstice Um, she is a half elf she's part uh kuzmonian which in is from this uh, desert city called kuzo city which is mainly run by amazonian women we're kind of going with kuzonian women instead she um she's a rogue and an arcane trickster and her special fact is that um inside her um city village is that they uh, specialize in making this very specific type of pepper called the hellspring pepper And only um, the Kuzmonians can handle the heat of the pepper versus other people who are outside of the city who think it's one of the hottest peppers in the world.
2: Hello, my name's Alexis, and I am playing a dwarf star uh, named Herland. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard of a dwarf star, that's because they didn't exist until Jacob made them exist. So he made a specific race just for this fun game. Yeah. Well, we're I'm gonna... playing one of them. They're called the... S- what are they S- called again?
1: Starborn. Starborn's the whole a thing. Starborn.
2: Yeah. They're called the Starborn, but mine is called a Dwarf Star because it landed in a, a zombie pumpkin patch. So it's right dead. On. Please tell yes. me
6: that's the fun fact.
2: That's not the fun fact. It does get funner. Uh, Herland is a bard, but the fun fact is that the person who took her in when she fell to the earth, um, the person who is her, like, caregiver, he tried to teach her how to play uh, a liar because that's um something that he knows how to play, and she just could not do it. Couldn't. <laughs> had no like she just couldn't understand just
6: just not there
2: didn't understand why you had to harm yourselves and get calluses just to play it like it just didn't make any sense to her so she never learned how to play the liar and um she did feel a a place of sadness inside herself because <laughs> she found Whoa. out she could not be good at everything.
6: I, that does remind me. I totally forgot to. My character's a, what is he, a four foot eight dwarf?
1: That's right. Dwarf. Yes. He's a dwarf.
2: Dwarf. That's not a, good thing, a dwarf no. star, just a dwarf. Just, just a dwarf. just a regular
1: dwarf. Okay.
2: I'm loving the ADHD chaos in this. <laughs> oh, there's yes. tons of chaos. Are I you kidding? I have are talking Yo. about.
4: Hello, my name is Joe. I am playing the starborn uh, named Eridonis. Um. Fun fact. Oh, I'm a druid. Nice. Uh, uh Circle of Wildfire druid. Ooh. And um, my fun fact would be uh, that Eridonis would score, like, a 160 on the RADS test. And if you know, you know. (laughs) If you don't know, look it up and you'll understand.
6: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Am
2: Am I the only one who does not know and feels great shame in that?
1: No, there's no There is no shame. There so is no There is no shame.
6: There is no
5: shame.
2: me
6: later.
5: I will figure this joke out there another time. There is no time. shame. Yes, yes, we will.
1: Now that we've uh, properly introduced ourselves um, uh, and shown the extent of our collective ADHD at work, um, we're just going gonna to dive in. And uh, Where we find ourselves <laughs> is we are um, in a similar place, except it looks just a little bit different. Um, now, instead of these well-built camps and um, lots of different infantrymen um, walking around and practicing and doing their drills, it's a abandoned battlefield where there are dwarven mechs and human artillery and armor and swords and just junk scattered as far as the eye, the eye can see. Um, which is one of the few remnants of this very long conflict. Um, and this is where we run into our first character. Um, as we zoom in on one section of this area, which is a little shack, little shelter, um, that's guarded by crossbow turrets and uh, makeshift barricades, we find our good Tinkerer friend Allison. Um, so uh, Allison, um, as you are as you're here, you you are. What, what is Allison doing on a typical day? Um, uh,
5: first off, I wake up, I kick open the door like it's a movie, and the door flings open, slams, and then all of a sudden so music starts you're playing. To
6: somebody. It
5: kind of almost the same i'm not that cool but i kick open the door just the same music starts playing from somewhere uh, immediately, day. Afterwards, <laughs> immediately afterwards immediately afterwards timkin my extremely large goat of which by the way for those who don't know uh timkin is a basically the size of a large mule a small horse but he's a goat this will be <laughs> it's, it's just he's really big but he's a goat Uh, Basically, he gets agitated, throws a tin can somewhere, the music stops. Uh, We start going out and searching amongst the junk for treasures and to uh, increase my tinkering ability, and I have this armor that I am planning on building that is going to be the coolest thing ever.
1: So you guys are are walking around, you're exploring the junk and just finding all these really cool trinkets. You pull out a couple of gears that you might need. You look over here and there's a really... Nice piece of sheet metal. Um, it's it's a little rusty, like you know, like most of the stuff here. But
5: so is everything.
1: Exactly that's normal. Exactly. Fine. Exactly. So you,
6: it's good. Exactly. <laughs> it's a so surface rust. Don't worry.
1: Exactly. So you're picking up a couple of different things um, that you find along the way, and you guys have been out here for a while, and it's it's getting to about noon, probably about lunchtime, um, probably for wait, you guys to head back and get wait, some it, lunch.
5: Skin is informing me. He's eating my new sheet
1: metal that I just got. You Get over here, you damn goat. <laughs> exactly. Timkin has already started feasting on that nice piece of sheet metal. And as you guys are kind of sifting through the metal, uh, you see your shelter, not, not too far away, but like pretty good distance. Um, and as you look over, there is a being that is in a dark cloak, um, standing on the other side of your defenses on the you know, side that'd be near your a shelter.
5: Bridge. <laughs> By uh, the way, my shelter is called the bridge. Of
1: course, of course, yeah, that makes sense. What do you do now?
5: I will. Uh, can I roll a perception so I can see them better? Yeah, yeah go for it. Sixteen plus whatever my perception is. And it looks. Link goes off your wisdom. Uh, plus two, so eighteen.
1: Okay. So you take a closer look, and, and you're very focused. So Timkin definitely sneaks another bite out of your sheet metal while you're looking really <laughs> intently. It's
5: okay; it's not that important. Somebody's on my land. Um, and as you're
1: <laughs> as you're looking, uh, you peer more, and it it seems like he even like disabled your turrets, and so they're not functioning right now for some reason. Um, okay,
5: that's a big problem because I got me a host of copper in there, and I gotta be making me something great later. And no, it's not for drugs.
1: Of course not. Uh,
5: <laughs> so as you,
1: the other so thing I you do is.
5: But in a sneakyish sort of way, I'm kind of like sneaking up on the person who's sneaking up. Yeah. Compound sneaking. So. Go goes left and I go right.
1: Awesome. So. <laughs> uh, so so you're sneaking up. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. Um,
5: Um, and we'll count Ah, plus two dexterity, 18.
1: So you guys are stealthing up. Um, and this guy is just standing there in the middle of your kind of like courtyard right beyond your turrets. Um, and as you guys are sneaking up, he then starts to make his way towards the shelter. Um, And he... Hey, hey,
5: it's the bridge.
1: The bridge, sorry. He tries to make his way towards the bridge. um, And he opens the door and walks in.
5: So, I kind of want to sneak up all the way to, like, the closest window. Because usually we're kind of like that. Uh, But the goat is being a pain. So, I'm going to sneak up to the window. Kind of like a cartoon where they sneak, like, way underneath the sill and, like... Barely peek
1: up. (laughs) Okay. Um. Give me another stealth check.
5: 18 again. How did I roll 16 twice? That's too
1: much. Really good. No, you did good. Okay. Um. So you go ahead and you give a little peek, and what you see is that he had, or it, they, have started to kind of look at your documents. He's just kind of looking at the material that you've been collecting, and just looking around, um, your area. Until he finally finds a chair, um and he just takes a seat.
5: Uh no, it's not my dad. I don't got no dad. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
3: It's the goat's dad, obviously. Obviously. Uh
5: so normally this would be going fine and the goat would be doing whatever, but the goat is intrigued because the goat is like who the hell's in my house? And I agree. So then the problem is, is that both of us get into an argument, small style, you know, the goats go, but it's like real quiet. Like, <laughs> dude, we need to go in the back. We need to go. I need to come in through the house. And he's bad. No, I don't want to go busting in through the door. You stupid. Bleh. No, Shh. you got to be quiet. He'll hear us.
1: Uh, so as so, this, this conversation is happening
5: tiny and it's funny because they're both hiding underneath the windowsill talking about going inside i'm talking to a goat
1: all right give me give me give me a self check to see if you guys can be how quiet you guys quiet are enough. uh this is a six
5: so uh, that's plus two that's an eight so we're getting caught um <laughs> Damn goat. so as you guys are
1: talking and like going back and forth about your plans and what you're gonna do um you hear this voice and it said we could just talk if you're interested and as you look up <laughs> at the dad. window uh there's this being you can't see his face uh, he's very covered in this cloak um and this, and has like this very ornate mask um that he's wearing he, and he's just he just has his arms folded and he's uh on on the windowsill looking down at you guys
5: unfortunately there's no time to actually change it to battle gear so i'm gonna roll athletics and see if i can just bust through the window with everything i've got <laughs> and just see what happens there's <laughs> clearly no time we've been caught A <laughs> time is no longer on my side i gotta bust through this window i gotta see who this guy is i don't even care it's my own window
6: you're telling me
3: you're, you're gonna bust through and you possibly roll like a three it's like with blades right. of gra- glass right. just sticking out of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, give me I'll a give me athletics check. Break it, and he just. Don't, don't, just
5: how
6: does
5: the goat feel? How
6: does
1: the goat feel
5: about this? The goat. We're not talking to the goat. I'm just going. The goat's got my six. You'll okay. see.
1: You'll see what the goat. Yeah, we'll see what the goat's feeling.
5: Uh let's see. Um, I got a sixteen. Rainbow Six sieged my way through the window. <laughs> As you, like,
1: Ow. Rainbow Six Siege your way through the window, um, the, the cloaked <laughs> figure backs up and kind of lets you jump in. The goat, he, he just kind of waltzes his way in. We'll, we'll, so he waltzes his way in, mean um, he's standing there next to you, and um, this this figure, he's like, there's no need for violence. I'm I'm here to give you an offer.
5: Who are you? What's your offer? Why are you here?
1: All you need to know is Wait. that my name is Mr. Man.
6: Please. <laughs> Original, Mr. Man. That's my kind of guy. <laughs>
2: he's, he's your father. He just doesn't want to tell you his I real name. He's not Mr. Ready. Man.
1: <laughs> Uh Please, can you... Shall we sit?
0: No.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Understandable. Um, and he, uh, he then puts his hands behind his back kind of like in a resting position. Um, and he begins to uh, walk...
5: Tim, Tim, can, Timken, the goat, is circling behind the man as I'm talking to him. <laughs>
1: yep. So, so he's circling behind, and the man is just kind of uh, walking, and he says, "I have a mission." Or he he pulls back. He's like, "But first, it seems to me that you are trying to build quite an immaculate creation here."
2: You. That's a proud father if I ever saw one. <laughs> Daddy. Um, I, I've never seen one. <laughs>
3: Daddy, Mr. Man! Um, <laughs> Mr. Man! Mr. Daddy Man! Mr. Daddy Man! Thank you!
1: And, and as he's like uh, kind of walking around he he's like, it's a very interesting and fascinating design. I'm really excited to see its completion but I do notice that you are lacking a certain uh power source is that correct uh
5: yeah it has it where it's under research and development uh we haven't exactly gotten into that stage yet the goat the background goes really aggressively because he's well he's part of development
1: (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) the, <laughs> and the research he's
5: developing.
1: <laughs> the the being kind of uh, looks over at the goat and is, acknowledges it. Um, he turns back to you, and he says, What if I told you I might be able to give you something that would further that research along?
5: Look, in my extensive research, I haven't found anything powerful enough to do it yet. However... I'm working on some efficiency stuff, and I think I can make it through. I appreciate what you got.
1: So, at that moment, he pulls out from his cloak a scroll. First and of all,
5: that clearly can power my machine. Although it runs on combustibles, that scroll won't be that worth it. Uh, the,
1: the being chuckles to himself. He says, no, 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 no. It's what's on the parchment that I think would be of most interest to you. And he puts out the scroll uh, to hand it to you. Do you take?
0: Sure.
5: The goat okay. immediately <laughs> eats it. Oh, no, the goat's behind him. We're not worried. He doesn't like paper. He likes okay. metal. He likes metal and other consumables. So, <laughs> the consumables.
6: Other consumables.
5: <laughs> so <laughs> like you pick up nitty.
1: the you pick up the scroll. Do you decide to read it?
5: Uh yeah. I just I read it, the goats keeps watch. So okay. <laughs>
1: So as you open it up. Inside is a lot of mathematical equations, some of which you know, some of which you're a little bit unsure about, but you kind of get the direction. And it is talking about the possibility of manufacturing a new element that would be able to power practically anything, theoretically.
5: Where did you get this? Who showed you this? Why have you decided to show it to me?
1: And the being All of the questions the being snaps his fingers and the scroll disappears from your hand. And he says, that will have to come later. In order to get that information, I need a favor.
5: What type of favor?
2: He wants a dad hug.
5: Aww. I'm not a dad, though. I'm like 27.
1: Come here, son. No, um, so he... (laughs) So he, uh... (laughs) So he, uh... uh, (laughs) He pulls out another card from his uh, from his cloak, and he says, "I'm putting together a team, a team to help me acquire." Hold on, quick! Hold on,
5: quick! boss. Does the guy have an eye patch? This
1: yeah, actually. Weirdly what enough, weirdly, weirdly enough, he sounds <laughs> like... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He doesn't sound like that. No. Um, Please don't be doing this to me. It sounds idea. like
3: Morgan Freeman.
1: Uh, he's, but he says, <laughs> "I, I'm putting together <laughs> an adventuring party." Uh, you see, there's a certain, there's certain artifacts that I need in a, and uh, want need to acquire. I need a man
0: with
5: a certain particular set of skills.
1: You <laughs> are a, a particular man with a certain set of skills. <laughs> certain set of skills that I require. You will be rewarded handsomely in addition to this information about this power source, of course. And plenty of riches beyond what you may or may not know
5: i don't exactly work well with others i've been by myself a long time and i think you're well aware of this
1: i am i've (laughs)
5: right (laughs) right
1: (laughs) i've heard a lot about you and this is true but i believe that your skills are important enough that i'm willing to risk that and either way you'll get paid
5: all right (laughs) shut up timkin i'm talking here (laughs) Go eat your can. And I throw a yeah. can towards the goat. The goat starts eating the can. <laughs> By the way, the goat is very agitated. that I threw his favorite can at him. And he's agitated. I told him, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. later.
1: so he uh, <laughs> he hands you another card. Um, and it looks blank. Like, it doesn't look like it does anything. Um, or does anything on it, I should say. Um, and he hands it to you. Um, and he says, When you're ready, Tap that card three times, and it will show you the place where we're all going to meet in three days' time. Meet me there, and I will give you all the information you need to know. Okay. Okay? Okay. Wonderful. Also, I think your goat is getting into one of your uh, nice metal stashes over there.
5: Timkin, I swear, get away from my stacks! I swear, if you get over near my stack of stuff one more time,
1: um. And as you turn around, he's gone.
5: Timkin, you made him get away. We, we, I told you that I was gonna let you eat his pants if you didn't distract me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah,
5: even, I, he even had the shiny copper buttons you like to gnaw on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you tap the card? Um, do you? Do you, do you, t- uh, you
6: tap well, I, I think I should for the quantity what of color, the quest. What, what oh, color does have it? He, me. Does he, what does he tap so, it like magic? Does he turn it ninety degrees, or does he like actually like tap it like a?
5: I assume he just grabs it, and kind of smacks it against the dirty shoe that he's wearing.
6: <laughs> he's My first thought rack. is he grabbed it, smacks <laughs> it against his head. He's like, well, does this
5: work? Uh, well, Joe... he first tries it gently, and the gently part doesn't work. stupid thing. And he smacks it harder against his steel toe shoe, and it finally kicks on. Ah, there
7: it is. Okay, there
1: we go. That's exactly what happens. Uh, what was your question, Joe? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. asking about color of something. Oh, yeah. fucked. What color mana does it add when he taps? Thank you. He, he... <laughs> yeah, so the color that sparks off is this very royal purple color. And as you slam it against your steel-toed uh, boot, um, all of a sudden, sparks fly off that are uh, this royal purple and yellow and red. And what forms is um, this picture and words and it says, Madam Zaban's Crossroads Tavern. Um, And it has a little information on the bottom that tells you where it is and their operating hours. Um, And on the back... does it... On the back it says, Open to all travelers, young and old, uh, and goats. Oh, hell yeah. First
5: of all, how very... Livestock Convenient. racist of you to assume that my goat is offended by this. I mean, what? Can't you evolve chickens and other things? Anyways, my no point being, <laughs> uh, I see it and I go, okay, I guess I'm going to collect some things and,
6: and head on you, my you way. Put that uh-huh. on your iPad and Google it and find out how far away it because is from you. <laughs>
5: because if I don't. Collect things and go on my way. I think this story will get very boring. So <laughs> I think I shall continue with the DM's request and head towards the certain secret special place.
1: So, so you... de
5: bons Crossroads Tavern, as I wrote down on this convenient piece of paper.
1: Okay, so as you're collecting your things and doing all that stuff, we zoom out um, and we come back in to a rather smaller village home to basically all women. Uh, And as we center into um, the town marketplace, there are bustling people going around trading and collecting. Um, And in the middle of this marketplace, there's a crowd that has started to gather um, around a young woman by the name of Solstice. So Solstice, um, you are currently in a crowd of people doing one of your, one. what kind of... Uh, what
3: kind of illusionary stuff am I yeah, doing? Yeah,
1: what kind of performance are you putting on for these fine uh, patrons, if you will?
3: Um. So right now, I'm in the process of um, doing my, um, my caught ring gag, where I have, where it's like, um, the rings are separated, look at all the rings, and they're big, they're about, yay big. Like, you know, big circular about a basketball size and I've got about four of them and I'm uh, like, you know, like putting them together and then like showing that they're stuck together. Now, can you help me get this undone? I'm going up to the crowd to like offer. A young little girl like picks it up and like shows that she can't get it undone. I'm like, see? Exactly. But with the right type of wording, we can get it to uh, undo itself. So I shall say open sesame. And then I, I I do my hands in a quick motion. Next thing I you know, it op- They um uh become disconnected. The crowd claps. In the background, my uh my uh my serious little friend, Mr. Wiggles, my familiar uh, um well not my familiar, my otter, um friend is going through the crowd and is stealing from the pouches of all those who are watching.
1: Yeah yeah he is and he is he yeah, is making time. bank today. Um, and the a crowd is cheering. The crowd is cheering and they're like, "Oh wow, that was so cool! Oh my gosh! Whoa!" Um, and that little girl—that yeah, guy in the back frothing at the mouth
6: going,
1: "Oh!" <laughs> and that little girl at the front is—her eyes are just huge, and she's like,
3: "How did you do that? Oh my uh, word!" Can't reveal our tricks. That's just how it is. Wow. You know, these are... It's all magic, obviously. <laughs> and now. you um yeah i start pulling out i start pulling out like a deck of cards and i start going through there and um uh my otter friend like does like a little whistle and i i kind of look up to see that he kind of gives me like a weird little like thumbs up with his little arm just i got it i got <laughs> the stuff and i i nod my head and i'll be and then i put the card deck away and i'm like all right well that will be all for our show today folks it looks hey, like i'm running out of time
6: stay?
1: Yeah, the crowd is saying, they're like, what? Whoa, you're done already? Come on, one more, one more.
3: Mm, all right, I guess I can do one more. Who's up for a volunteer? And you see um,
1: from the back of the crowd, a, a hand raises um, and it is uh, covered in a black cloak. All
3: right, I'll take the, mis- the the mysterious, suspicious-looking one in the back. <laughs>
1: um, the crowd chuckles at that and laughs, and they're like, Oh, that's a funny joke. Did you hear that? Suspicious guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this cloaked, even- f- cloaked. This cloaked figure uh, walks through the crowd, approaches you. He has his hands kind of folded in front of him, and he says, well, How can I uh, be of assistance in this trick?
3: All right. I'm gonna need you to pick a card, and I pull out the deck, and there's a bunch of different cards for him to choose from.
1: Yeah, so he 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 looks and he has his finger on his chin and he's just tapping away, and he's like running his finger across the cards. and then he stops right in the middle, and he pulls one out quickly and holds it up with two fingers to look at it.
3: All right. so then I, I say, okay, remember that card. I take the card. And I put it back in the deck and I shuffle it in many different ways, making it look real fancy with the big fancy shuffles. And, uh, as I'm shuffling, um, Mr. Wiggles is coming back to the stage and eventually I stop shuffling and I go, watch as I make your card appear and I hold the deck and I begin to shake it. And I'm, and I look like I'm focusing really hard and the card begins to raise the one that he picked from out of the deck.
1: So, so as you're doing this, can you go ahead and give me a perception check? DC 17.
3: Sure. You
1: said a D17? DC 17. <laughs> that means, like, you have to beat a 17. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, sorry. Just, just, just a G20. die. Yeah, uh, perception check.
6: Oh, perception. So that's plus your... Oh, so that don't even matter.
1: Um, yeah, so, so you do the trick. You, you do all the, the cool card tricks. Um, and as the card comes to surface... You notice that it's actually entirely blank. There's nothing on the card.
3: Huh?
1: That's a that's Gangster a new one. Gangster move. Gangster move. Uh, and the and the black and the cloaked figure says, "Hmm. Seems you didn't get my card. It seems that uh, you got yours."
3: Um. All right. Uh. Well, thank you for coming to the show, everyone. I'm trying to dispel the crowd a little bit as they're, like, you know, disp- um, oh, leaving. they're
1: all, like, excited, like, oh, my gosh, how did they do that? Oh, my word! Um, and some of them are disgruntled and being like, oh, man, I want to see more magic. And, um, you hear, he wiggles, uh...
3: Wiggles crawls up onto my shoulder, and, uh, he kind of gives me, like, a little ear kiss right now next to my earring. Um, and, uh... Uh, that kind of is like our signal for him to tell me, like, I got a lot of money. So it's like, "Ah, good job. Good job, buddy. You did a good job today. And, uh, and I hold up the card and I go, hey man, listen, I understand wanting to volunteer for a trick and everything, but you know, you don't have to outdo me like that. Next time, give me a heads up. We can work together on this, you know? He,
1: he, he raises a hand. He's like, my apologies. I, uh. Just thought it would be a, a amusing way to introduce myself. Hello, my name is Mr. Man.
3: Mr. Man. Yes, you're kidding, right?
1: Ah, uh, no, I I don't believe so. I believe that is my name. All Though right. I can see I mean, how it would be humorous.
3: I, yeah, uh, it's a little surprising. Needless to say, it sounds like somebody's making something up. But. <laughs> I will go into it. Obviously you're here for a reason, since you decided to interrupt my show to, you know, volunteer for your own little gag, so what is it exactly you're here for?
1: Well, I, I, uh, yeah, straight to the point. I like that. Um, it seems that you've already collected quite a bit of, uh, money. Your otter friend is quite skilled.
3: Quiet down on that, as, like, guard is, like, passing by, like, with the staff and everything. Don't you realize you could get us into some serious trouble? We're trying to make a
7: living here.
1: So, so he, he leans down and he says, What if I could offer you all the money you could have hoped for?
3: Well, that's an offer I don't know if I can refuse, sir. But that's very hard to come by.
1: Let's just say I have a certain uh, mission that I need some people to go on. To collect some specific artifacts. And I'm willing to pay quite handsomely for these artifacts.
3: it Will it get me out of town, at least? I've been stuck in this village for my entire life. Oh, I'll be honest, I've never been outside of it.
1: You'll get to see the world. These artifacts are quite distant. Uh, They're in many different parts of the continent, and... It would require you to travel quite a bit.
3: Well, considering the fact that I've been here my whole life, um, I can't see why I would refuse in this re- regard. Not only would I be getting money, which would help me get to, um, to get higher up on the system, which would make it so I wouldn't be struggling and I can save my mother, but then I would be happier as a person and be more powerful. Plus... I am interested in looking toward the circus. I've seen them come every once in a while to the, um, the big city of Kuzo. And uh, so far, I haven't gotten to actually go and be in an actual show. They kind of do traveling stuff every once in a while, you see. And I, I always tend to miss it, uh, the actual show and their um, big circus locations. So I'd love to go see it in person.
1: The, the being, uh, Mr. Man, he, he just uh, chuckles to himself and he says, <laughs> You have quite the ambitions. I'm sure you'll go far. If you're interested,
0: right,
1: so... if you're interested, that card in your hand, uh, it will tell you where we're meeting in three days time. I'm putting together a team. There's a couple of other people that are uh, going to join you and hopefully join you. Um,
3: uh, Okay, you, you, you hold up. Slow your horses. You didn't say I'd have to work with other people. See, me and Mr. Wiggs, we only work together, and that's just about it. We don't really play along very well with others.
1: It's funny, that's what the other guy said. Um, But, I think that there are particular skills that you have, um, and that these other people have, that will make it necessary for you guys to work together.
3: Listen, does it change my cut? That's all I'm asking in this regard.
1: Your cut is your cut. It doesn't change I it. I need
3: to say, at, at the end of the day, I need to get my mother off the street. She's done nothing but raise me, and I, I can't say no to this. I can't. So, in With this the... regard, sure. I'll do it.
1: Awesome. I appreciate your willingness and your ambition. When you're ready. It... Yes?
3: Uh, I was going to say, she spits in her hand and holds it out like... As, like, like, you know, like a shake kind of a thing.
1: The man, uh, he looks at your hand. Um, and he points at his mask and around where the mouth is and just kind of shrugs and then uh, grabs your hand and gives you a handshake.
3: It'll be close enough.
1: Once you're ready, you can tap that card three times and it'll show you where we need to go. Though... I would be careful. There, there seems to be some guards that are looming around. You might want to get out of here.
3: Oh shit, Mr. Wiggs, we gotta run.
1: And as you turn back around, he's already gone.
3: All right, well, the guards are starting to get closer um, as, as the guards are and they're like, hey, stop her. And I start making my way down um, an alley and I, I book my way down and eventually I get to a um, an end to that situation. Uh, not an end a dead end that's what i'm thinking of mm. get to a dead end and i look behind me and the guards are like still like lo- looking searching i take my cloak and i spin it inside out to change it to um the getaway gecko um uh, cloak okay and i use the cloak to help me climb up the root um to the rooftop and away from any um prying eyes over to where my home is which is a t- an abandoned uh, water tower. Since it's a desert, it's not really yeah, a course. water tower. It's it's an abandoned water tower. Um, uh, where she, that's where she's got like a little setup. She's got a hammock, and there's a little area where it's a chest, and her mother is there. And uh, she goes up to her mom, and she uh, she gives uh, her a kiss on on the cheek, and is like, "Hi, mom. I, I hope everything was going okay." Yes, oh, the, it's been so long. How, how was uh, your time in the market? It it was good. It was good. Very prosperous today. And uh, Mr. Wiggles comes up to her and he empties out his little arm pocket, and uh, like several coins fall out. Um, uh, wow. none of them uh, were like what in
5: deep voice. You have.
3: Shut up. <laughs> yeah, mom. What deep voice? you
6: have? <laughs> This is just how um... I talk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so uh she she picks up the coins and we put she puts them into a, um, a box and she goes maybe one day we'll finally get a home
1: as long as i'm here with you this is all the home i need
3: one day but, you, you deserve but let's be realistic you raised
1: me oh, of course no we need to get a house like that's that's a necessity thing right <laughs> like shelters important but 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 with you like it's home
3: Mom, I, I have to tell you something. She sits oh. down next door, so she's eye to eye level because she's mm-hmm. sitting cross-legged on the floor, on a mat. And um, she goes, she puts her hand on her mom's knee and goes, Mom, I'm gonna go on a, on a trip for a while. Oh. All <gasps> the money in the chest is yours. All of it, is until this, I get back.
1: Is this the circus thing that you've always wanted to do? Oh
6: dear, I'm so excited for you, I'm so glad.
3: It's similar to that, Ma, but I—I I, I hope to return. I—I don't—I don't intend don't okay. to leave you here by yourself forever. Oh,
1: I'll be all right. I've got me and my knitting to do. I'll, do you I'll need me right.
3: to? Do you need me to live, Mister Wiggles, here?
1: Oh, no. please, darling. I'll be fine. Mister Wiggles is better with you, anyways. Plus, he uh, all eats right. all my cookies, and I uh, would rather him not. So.
3: Uh, you make good cookies. Mama, I try to tell you that all the time. And Mr. Wiggles does a little chirp in response, as as otters do. They do, do. They do? whistle when they're excited. Um, uh, with that, um, she get, she gives her mom a hug, and uh, she um, lets um, Mr. Wiggles come up to her and give her a little nose boop, little nose smoochins. And uh, she goes, alright, um, I'm gonna head off on this trip, uh, I will. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again. You'll get letters. You'll get letters, and uh, try to stay away from the guard. Okay? Ooh, of
1: course. You be careful, though. All right. Those those trips can be dangerous.
3: I'll be careful. I'll use my getaway cloak. Okay. And good. The... All right. And then she taps the card, um, the three times, and then she uh, disappears.
1: Awesome. Okay. Perfect. So, so as as you disappear the, uh, we zoom out again, and as we come into picture, we come into picture on a wasteland. Um, there is dead bushes as far as the eyes can see, there are trees that have fallen over and are decaying, there are mushrooms growing everywhere, um, and there's this thick cloud uh, that helps filter out the sun that keeps everything from decaying super quickly. Um, And in the midst of this, uh, we see a large pumpkin patch. Um, The pumpkins (laughs) seem like normal pumpkins uh, from a first glance, um, but they are being taken care of by um, Herland and her caretaker? Thymon. Thymon, correct, thank you. Uh, And Thymon. Yes. And Thyman is uh, just coming in after looking at the pumpkin field. Uh, He walks in the back door and he wipes his brow um, and he comes and sits down at the table just kind of to rest a little bit from being outside for so long. And what are what is Herland doing at this moment?
2: So Herland, she she takes her. um, She probably uh, takes her just big pumpkin. She's probably she's she's very weak. Um, her body, it's it's made up of different rotting components and random bones and broken uh, weaponry, so she doesn't have um, a lot of strength. So she probably just would take one pumpkin, and uh, she walks in after Thymon and sets the pumpkin down on the table, sits next to him, patiently looking at him, and she asks, Is there anything that I... Can I can do for you, Thymon, or or get for you, to make you feel comfortable.
1: Thymon laughs, and he's like, I mean, I'm already dead, so there's not a whole lot you can do. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm just tired. It's been a long day. Did you, uh... Is this the last of the pumpkins that we were supposed to bring up? Can't remember, I lost count.
2: Um, no, Thymon, I... I'm very sorry. I, I will bring up the rest of the pumpkins, but um, I, I just wanted to check on
1: you. No first. worries, no worries. Just gotta get those up eventually. I'm okay though. If you want to go get the rest of those pumpkins, you go for it. Uh, also, I think I put the wheelbarrow behind the shed. Maybe that'll help carry some of them. I know they can be <laughs> big. You know, how, you know, how the fruits and vegetables grow around here.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course, thank you, Thyman. And she she gets up from her chair and rushes out the door with her um, cloak on. She goes directly to where the wheelbarrow is, picks it up, and starts to walk back towards the pumpkin patch.
1: And as you walk towards the pumpkin patch, um, you can see the pumpkins that need to be moved. And at one of them, one of the larger ones, there is a tall figure in a cloak we've heard the song and dance before standing and looking at the pumpkin
2: oh why hello neighbor it seems as though we are matching you have a black cloak and as do i
1: the uh the being chuckles a little and then you hear him inside your head yes it does seem that we are matching you're herland right
2: yes yes how how do you speak to me and inside my head I thought I was the only one who could do that.
1: Telepathy is a magical property that exists a lot in this world and can be done by many different people. I I was curious, is Thiamen here?
2: And she gets very, um, she, like, stiffens up and kind of, like, puffs out her chest a bit. And she says, um, I, no, why, why were you asking? Why, why do you need to see him?
1: Uh, I need to uh, speak to him about a quest I'm in the search of some people that would be able to help round out this party I was creating and I thought he uh, might be interested
7: well
2: um like I told you he's um he's off he's not he's not home but he'll be back soon if you leave the message with me I'll be sure to give it to you.
1: Give me a deception check at disadvantage. Oh, my God. Actually, just a straight-up deception check. Don't worry about disadvantage.
2: Well, I got a six anyway. Okay. Let me check my modifier. Uh, Oh, plus four, that's ten.
1: Okay. Um, So as you say this, uh, the being kind of shifts its head a little bit, tilts it to the side. Gives a little chuckle and then says, well, maybe you would be interested in the offer that I have.
2: What is this offer?
1: Well, I know Thiamon has been searching for his descendants for a while. And I think I might have found someone who might know their potential whereabouts. I'm still gathering some of that information, but it feels pretty likely that we found some of them. Is that so? If you'd be willing to help me out on this quest, I might be able to give you that information.
2: This quest of yours, how... Well, how soon would I be able to finish it in order to receive said information?
1: (sighs) He just kind of sighs and he's like, ah, that... Honestly, that's up to you. And the rest of the team. I'm putting together a, I'm putting together a team that has a myriad of skills and special skills that would be able to find these artifacts. And my hope is is that you will all learn to work together well and be able to seek this out very quickly.
2: Uh who 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 else is in on this? team and she's like instantly like thinking about this specific person that she's run into many times um, in her neighborhood in her village and she's just praying that he is not a part of the team
1: and he he kind of uh, he shifts a little bit he says oh no one from around here they all come from very different parts of the continent
2: she's oh, thank god I mean, I—it I, doesn't matter to me. It doesn't. I'm indifferent.
1: No need to explain yourself. You're good.
2: Yes, I. Yes, I am good.
1: Okay. I um,
2: I will consider perhaps um indulging in the idea of this quest. Is does it lead to certain death? I um have heard that that is quite unpleasant.
1: Death can be unpleasant. Um, but. No worries. There's, there's no, well, I can't promise there won't be death, but it is a perilous journey. But I think that this group of people will be strong together. And and you have a goat. And if
2: I die, can can you promise me that you will give this information to Thymon. I... That you will give it to him because I tried.
1: I swear on my own grave.
2: Eh, it's got some loose dirt. What shall I do?
1: Well, and he pulls out a card. Again, we've heard this song and dance. Um, and he gives you the card and he says, when you're ready, tap this three times and it will show you where we are to meet. In two days' time. Tap
6: your heels three times and wish that you are in Neverland.
1: Or do that. I can't promise that'll get you to the same place, but you can also do that. <laughs> Shut
2: up, Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> I had enough of your tomfoolery. Now you have things to do. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: <clears throat> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, back to my I'm room. so
2: glad that I don't have to do this with Gunter.
1: <laughs> so to. Um, and as you as you were distracted by gunther um you turn around and he's already gone he's vanished
5: he did leave his stay for my tater tots
2: i pick up the the remainder of the the pumpkins and i place them in the wheelbarrow i make the the trek back to the house and i set the wheelbarrow right outside the door and i walk in and i look at thymond and then i just walk into the other room <laughs> As if nothing, as if like, just to avoid him because I'm so nervous of telling him.
1: Uh, would Simon be the kind of person that would follow you, and check on you?
2: Um, I do believe so. I do believe he would okay. know that something's up.
1: Um, in that case, uh, as you sprint into the other room, you hear a gentle knock from behind, and the voice of someone that you recognize as Thymon, Right? Took you a little bit longer than it normally does. Everything all right?
2: Um, yes. I may die.
1: Well, I hate to break it to you, but we're already dead.
2: Yes, but... Thiamond, I don't think I'm like... Yeah. I think there's something, something different inside of me, something different to keeping me alive. I, I'm not sure what, but I, I'm in you've lost everything, and as you've explained before, that feeling of losing everyone you love is worse than death. But I'm afraid that if I can die, if I do perish, perhaps that would be something that would only hurt you more. And she just looks down at this card in her hand and just caresses it with her fingers and doesn't tap it.
1: I think, Simon you hear him uh, give a bit of a sigh. In a gruff voice, he's just like, come with me. And he walks out of the room.
2: And I c- crawl underneath a blanket and put it over my head and pretend like <laughs> he can't see me.
1: You hear footsteps like he came back and then just the kind of like, ah. and then he uh, walks back away and it takes him about two or three minutes. Um, but then he comes back and he sits down next to you and he has a box in his hand and he goes, listen, kid, if there's one thing you need to know, death is a part of life. It's connected. It's how things are.
2: I slowly pull the blanket over my head to look at him.
1: And in the cycle of life, part of that cycle is finding out who we are. And I think that now might be the time for you to find out who you are. Because I sure as hell don't know. And he... And
2: I sit up (laughs) from the bed to look at him cross-legged.
1: And he opens the box that he has in his hand and he pulls out parchment... And a quill, and a bottle of ink, and he hands them to you, and he says, "I was gonna save this for uh, your uh, found day. I don't know if we really got around to talking about what that would be called, but yeah, sure, your found, your
2: come boy, into my your, life, day. pumpkin patch day.
1: Yeah, the the great the great pumpkin apocalypse of uh, 1974. Um, but <laughs> here, I wanted to give this to you." And I think that if that card in your hand is what I think it is I think it's about time that you go out to find out who you are. And don't worry about me. I'll still be here tending to my pumpkin patch. And if I don't see you in this life I'll most likely see you in the next. So
2: your gift to me is (laughs) Paper. <laughs> and this is to help me discover who I am
1: listen I know that the liar thing didn't work out you didn't like the whole calluses things I get it Um, I was thinking that maybe this might be a different way that you can channel your thoughts and feelings and emotions and we call it well I used to call it writing poetry you've done this before right
2: Yes, yes, I do. I know everything about writing poetry, of course. And she, like, takes the piece of paper and just stares at it, holding oh,
1: it. Does she know all about writing poetry? Or is no. she... Yeah, okay.
2: She knows nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: Well, Th- Thiamond just kind of chuckles a little bit, and he goes, Well... For those in the room that don't know about writing poetry, it's when we write down our thoughts and feelings and using rhyming or rhythm and meter, and we craft. It's like a song, but with words. You feel oh, me? Oh,
2: yes. It, it's it's yes. It's um, it's music, but on easy mode.
1: Sure. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's. Yes.
2: It's simplified, it's... Mm, yes, yes, I, I do believe that this is something I, I will be good
1: at. That that feels like that says more about you than, like, poetry, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, basically, that that is what this is.
2: Yes, yes I, I will make you proud, I, I promise, Thayman, I, I will succeed in this, even though I could not with the lyre.
1: Kid, you don't gotta make me proud. You already do. Just promise me that you're going to be yourself.
2: Yes. I know exactly what being yourself is.
1: Really? Well, could you tell Uh, me how that works? Because I don't know how that works either.
2: Um, perhaps you would be best to explain to those in the room (laughs) who do not know what that is.
1: Well, for those in the room that don't know, I think the best way to describe it is—see,
2: that's that's exactly how I was <laughs> was going to describe it. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> yes. Listen, kid.
2: I I do understand the silence. Yes.
1: Listen, kid. I gave you the paper. I gave you the quill. I, I can't give you all the be answers.
2: Silent. I promise, Simon, I shall be myself. That. Uh, and silent
1: missing the uh, it's fine just (laughs) buddy i you've been here for as far as i know as far as you know your entire life right or give or take get out go see the world you want to be yourself you gotta see how you're gonna react in different situations you can't be in the same old drafty place all of your life. That's just. That doesn't do anything for you.
2: But. Feynman. You give me new situations every day.
1: Well. Well, yeah, but, like, that's called chores. There's, there's a difference, okay? I give you new chores every day. I'm not, like. You need to oh. meet new people. You need to understand oh. the world. Because the world is a lot bigger than this dead zone, okay? It's, it's huge. There's, like, dwarves and, and humans and elves and, like, goats. I don't know why, but, like, the goats are mean. Stay away from the goats. They're, like, they'll eat anything. It's very important. It's the very goats important. will
2: eat anything?
1: I mean, Bleh. pretty much, give or take. Like,
2: but Ida eats anything. And there's just, like, this little rat that, like, pokes out of her cloak.
1: I, I don't think eat is a goat uh yes correlation does not equal causation like that's uh, that's not how this works here um y- y- yes but
2: she is not evil for wanting to eat every curious and, right and it is not right for you to to condemn her
1: and see that's why you need to go out and see the world take my biases and shove them in the trash and make your own wait that came out wrong uh don't make your own but bi- hmm uh, just be and he kind of just like he <laughs> he uh he puts his hand his head in his hands and he's just like how do I he's like unsure how to explain this and he just takes a breath and he taps the card that three times um so he taps the card three times and on the card appears the same kind of thing Madame zebandon Z- 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 Madame zanda sorry. Um, Crossroads Tavern. Um, And it it says where it's at. And it's actually just below uh, where you guys live outside of the Dead Zone. Um, And he says, you want to find out who you are? Start here. I know Mr. Man's a little weird, but I trust him. He's a good guy. Or so I know. Complicated relationship. I killed him once. Thayman. He killed me. Here I am now. He,
2: he killed you.
1: No, no, no! I'm just kidding. It's a joke.
5: Look! Look how good I look! Um. I washed it off. <laughs> <laughs> I look great.
0: <laughs>
1: Go out
5: to the vlog with me. Look how fantastic I look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go find your own journey.
2: Simon. Uh, yes. There's something that I must speak to you about.
1: Oh? What's that? What is it And to...
2: I do fear that perhaps it may ruin your friendship with this Mr. Man.
1: Eh, friends come and go. That's a life, man. I don't know what you're telling you.
2: Well,
1: as, as a wise it... man once said, fuck them, kids. Tell me.
2: Yes. Yes, I, I I shall keep that to heart.
1: Do, do keep it to heart. It's really important.
2: Yes, yes. Fuck them kids. Exactly. I, I shall forget your words of wisdom.
1: Thank you. I yes, shall remember forget
2: them. them. No, I shall
5: forget them. Your words of wisdom. I shall forget them. Um, <laughs> exact quote and everything.
2: Your, your friend, well, well, he told me that he knew about your descendants.
1: That rat bastard! What kind of information is he keeping from me?
2: Well, exact my thoughts precisely. I, I thought perhaps that's not how friends should act.
1: No, that's not how friends should act. Oh, God. He's going to get an earful for me at poker night too, tomorrow. If I had
2: known he Coming was a friend, him. I, I would have given him some strong words.
1: Like, <laughs> uh, that's okay that's okay
2: like a wise man once said fuck
5: them kids yeah fuck them kids <laughs> um, <laughs> get the
2: fuck out of here Guter <laughs> you're so creepy why are you everywhere go It really away. is
1: everywhere I don't understand man It's just constant just, fucking Guter you need to go I think it'll be good for you and if you happen to find out where my descendants are Let me know. I'm always open to that. I've been kind of scared to meet them, as you know, but, you know, I'm willing.
2: It is great news, no, that... That Herland did, in fact, survive. And that she got married and had children, is it not? I I was delighted to hear the news myself.
1: He, uh, he gets a... It's like a mixture of joy and sadness in his eyes. Um as he reflects on what you just said, and and he just says, it really is, it really is a great thing. I'm happy for her. (laughs) She was a bright young girl, much like yourself. Though she could play the liar, uh, which, no offense.
2: (laughs) Yes, I, I am aware I am.
1: But you don't have to be her. You need to be your own person. Yes. And, uh, yeah,
2: I shall go, go to this tavern. I shall go to discover myself and new experiences that are not chores But I also need you to know that I do this for you. The I love that I have you. towards you, <laughs> except for Ida. I am sorry, but. I do think I love
1: you, more. You know, I but that's, never thought I'd that's get the- never thought I'd get beat out by a rat, but that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, I see. I give you a quill and parchment, but apparently that's not good enough. It's a, it's a rat. No, I'm just fine. Don't worry about it. I understand your connection. <laughs> with you. I
2: promise. Be safe, Diamond. I do this so that you will know your descendants. I will find Perlin's children. If I die, I want you to know that I am so very grateful that I got to have you as a person in my life.
1: You see that, like, um, uh, Thiamond's face kind of, like, scrunches up a little bit. Almost like he's gonna cry, but it's clear that he doesn't have tear ducts anymore, so he can't. Um... And he's just like...
5: So, dead. so instead, he shits his pants. <laughs> yes, yeah, well...
1: <laughs> yes, because he has, you know... <laughs> he's a zombie, so he's dead. <laughs> and he yeah, just... He just, like, he turns around real quick, he's like, get out of here, kid, you're gonna make me cry, alright? Hurry it up. Um,
2: get. <laughs> yes, yes, Simon, yes.
5: And you're she bows, bows a few cry. times,
2: yeah. gets up, collects the, the paper and ink, and, um... She she puts uh, all the things in her bag and she lingers at the door for a bit, staring at Thymon. I will not forget you and your kindness towards me. Um. And I expect that you will not forget me and the love I have towards you. And she exits the house.
1: We pull out yet again and encounter our next character who is currently on the run. Um, He is running through streets as he hears yelling of guards calling after him. uh, Two stones in one hand and a pair of gauntlets in the other. Uh, Do you want to...
6: Yeah, so... This is a Walla or a Wally. Wally. Um uh ah, is he from the West? Seven.
5: Is he from the West? Jacob? That's
1: from the West?
6: Am um, Is he from the West? Wally from the West. No, he's gonna really put a wall up on you if you keep calling him you piece. Of...
5: See, the thing is, is, that I know what Matt Jacob has, and I know he is from the West.
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, so as Got him. so you are,
0: <laughs>
1: but
6: this uh, red flowing, bright red hair, just you know, he's making his getaway, um, yelling. Dwarven swears
1: behind
6: him. Stop running. He'd run, because uh these guys are hot. The Empire just found out is uh see the orbs he's got in his hands.
1: Well I believe that they these are stolen, right? These are these are I'm moonstones stolen. that you stole. Yeah.
2: Correct. <gasps> Shit.
1: Yeah. Um and so you were booking it. Dive in, dip in, trying to lose them. And as you're running down this pathway, you see a figure and he says, quick, down this way. So, he's like, I don't know who you are, but I'm okay. I'm trusting you. So you, you, you follow him and he runs by and he pushes you back into a corner and stands in front of it kind of against the wall and the guards rush past. One of them stops and says, hey, you, did you see anybody come this way? And the man's like, I've, uh, but no, I've just been standing here enjoying the nice day. Um, and the guard's like, okay, well, if you see anybody looks suspicious, let us know. And the, the dwarven guard runs off. He turns around and he's like, well, looks like you got yourself in quite a pickle. What'd you do? Um,
6: 34 years of bullshit is what I've done.
1: I I understand that. Do you, uh... But
6: that's not what matters. I, I'm, I'm starting a new life. I, it may not be the best start, but it's a start. He, uh... That's enough about me. Who are you? Why are you here? Why are you helping?
1: me? The figure looks down at your hands and sees the moonstones, and he says, Those are quite powerful objects you have. You know... Well,
6: it's obvious you're not with the Empire, so...
1: Oh, no, no, no. I don't, uh, I don't associate myself with really any government here on the continent. Oh, but,
6: okay, so I can actually put these in the... Okay, oh.
1: <laughs> But if you're uh, looking for a fresh start, I might have a proposition for you. Mm, go on. And we know the song and dance. He pulls out a card, and he says, I'm putting together a team of adventurers to Avengers. find... <laughs> a team of adventurers, you say? <laughs> adventurers! <laughs> this is not... <laughs> this is not some Marvel knockoff, all right? <laughs> <laughs> right on
6: cue right on cue
1: I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting together a team of adventurers each with their own special skills and special utilities All right, okay.
6: I've heard this song okay when you I feel weird... like I've heard this in my dreams <laughs> what's the
1: goal? of course there are Certain artifacts that I need to acquire, but I cannot, sadly, get them myself. And I need a team that would be willing to get them. I can promise you riches, a new life. If you want to understand more about this magic that you've discovered, I can maybe get you into contact with some people that would be able to help you with that, too.
6: Now you're speaking my language. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, not Dwarvish, because... You don't look like a
0: yeah.
6: thing that may know Dwarvish, but you're speaking my common. Yeah. My,
1: my Dwarvish is a little rusty, but I'm I'm glad that we understand one another. It's really simple, really. You just yeah. need to tap this card three times. It will tell you where you need to go. Oh,
6: really? Oh, shit. Okay. Well, in that case...
1: I mean, as you tap it, <laughs> the words fly out, right? The, the purple, <laughs> red, and uh, gold sparks come out. And it says, "Madam Zanbin's or Zanda's, sorry, uh, Crossroads Tavern." Um, And you recognize that it's located in the Human Alliance, and you currently are in the Deep Slate Empire—the complete opposite direction of Mm -hmm. this other empire.
6: Uh, uh, I've seen fancier doodads. This'll do. You know what? what it's like.
1: I'm
6: going to make this fun. Oh? I do I'm not going to... You know what? I'm going to use the Deep Slate's army against them. These puppies? Yeah. I'm going to go through down with the Empire. This is... This is good. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, this is good.
0: This is good.
1: Yeah. Uh, anarchy. Down not. with the Empire. Sure. Yep. Anarchy. <laughs> If you huh. need a little help, I can get you closer uh, yeah, to that, that would be Great, not that I needed
6: it, but yeah. Right, of
1: course absolutely. not. No, no, no. Uh, this is just no, a gesture no. of our partnership. Uh, what? As as the
6: as a flying gear comes and knocks him in the back of the head, he goes.
1: <laughs> I see you have a uh, quite the give him rambunctious friend there.
6: In this flying gear, foot and a half foot in diameter, yeah, and it's got a. Big old moonstone in
1: it. You can't see Mr. Man's face, but you feel the energy of his draw just dropping. And he's like, did you make this?
6: Uh, you're down with yeah. the Empire, so yes. And I can't get rid of it. And it doesn't seem like, not that I want to, but uh I should really give it a name.
1: You hear a little muttering under his breath. It's like, oh my gosh, that's You know what, I'm going for gear. Well, um, I'm sure G will come in very handy. Just be careful. Yes. I think raw, you lot
5: flawless intellectual genius. <laughs> Gear.
1: You you should be careful. That uh, that's quite unstable magic you're using there. You're telling me? I messed. I I picked this thing. I picked one of them up, and it exploded. an explosion. It exploded. And you know what?
6: That was the you're start t- of this. You oh you told me
5: there was you said you mean there's stable magic? <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and so he's like, Well regardless, mean? let me give you a hand. Um yeah, and he's in all
6: reality, if I can figure out what's going on, because I one day this just came up and it just hasn't stopped. And I'm interested in something different. And you're telling me you can give me direction
1: just out of the blue here.
6: You know what? It's, I would say it's an act of God, but that's... Well, the Empire is practically God at this
1: point. Yeah, it is a little bit uh, scary how they put the two together. Let me get you out of here. And he, and he opens his cloak um, and just throws it over top of you. And, gee, all three of you vanish from that point. And so, with that, we zoom back out. And we find ourselves in a small desert village. Uh, The village isn't super big, at least in population, but there are a lot of buildings and market stalls. This is a place of commerce, a place of trade. This is a middle part in the Empire where people come and go, just filled with all different types of people. Dwarves, humans, half-orcs, half-elves, dragonborn. There are tons of different people here. In the midst of this chaos, we find our good friend... Eridonis. And Eridanus, what are you doing in the marketplace at the moment? Likely just observing
4: people interacting with each other and being a anonymous force of karma. Like like <laughs> if if someone knocks over and like busts a, like a watermelon open, I just sort of walk over and just like pick it up and try and mend it back together. If someone gets mugged, I fiercely stop it. If someone gets assaulted by guards unjustly, I go and I heal them and I scold the guards. Well, this when is really someone good. Someone
6: makes a contribution to Goodwill. You go and then steal said articles of clothing.
4: <laughs> so yes,
1: no. <laughs> no, no. So um, I don't. I only steal from the rich. So this is really great because you uh, are on watch if you will Um, and you see this young probably like honestly in his 20s like early 20s uh, and this man he just gets thrown out on the street Um, and he's got bruising everywhere and there's a couple of guards there um, that just kind of spit at him and they're like alright that shows you if you try to mess with us again yeah what do you think you are coming in and stealing this poor man's apples and oranges? What's wrong with you? And you can clearly tell that the person they're pointing to, his stall is immaculate and big and has some great trim. Like it's well funded. Um, and they they each give one more last spit and they're like, ah, let's get out of here. He's like, yeah, let's go. And they and they walk. They start to walk away.
2: Capitalism uh. really popped off today, ladies.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to immediately walk over to him and be like...
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) Suplex!
4: I Just so I'm understanding the situation correctly, you needed to steal food to eat, correct? Like, your body needs nutrition in order to
1: sustain itself, correct? Uh, And this young man, like, turns around and looks at you and just kind of, like, jolts back. um, And he goes, Sorry, I'm not used to seeing, uh, well... I, yeah, I understand that uh,
4: this isn't the average form uh, life forms take. I wore the robes in hopes that that I don't like to put on false appearances. This is who I am. Therefore, this is who I am.
1: Yeah, no, I that's that's I fine. Am. And he he winces a bit and holds his side and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I. It's been a I'm couple gonna, days
4: since I've eaten. I'm gonna. Immediately cure wounds him. Okay. Uh, first level, I assume will work. Yep, that's perfect. Uh, that will be a seven.
1: Yep. Um, so, so you see that he kind of just like restores a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, whew, I, thank you.
4: I won't lie. These situation, it seems wrong to me that they would attack you for uh, getting something you need to survive. Is he, that uh, difficult? Like, am I wrong?
1: He uh." He kind of, like, sits back up and, and he looks around and he just is like, listen, man, I I know y'all are, like, new to this whole existence thing, but this is just life. This is how we, this is how I do. I don't really have much choice in it. Is it just you you need to feed or are there more? He, uh, he kind of gets a little weary and he's not entirely sure. Like, he looks like he's holding back a little bit and he's like i I really think that's on a need to know basis, buddy. I just met you, man.
4: I'll crouch down and I'll be like, well, it seems like you need to eat and these guys the guards, which I find very confusing because i my understanding was that they were meant to protect you and make you feel comfortable and safe. but if you need food, I you know I might you know could get
1: you some food he uh he kind of laughs a bit and he's like, man, you really haven't been out this far yet, have you out here on the outskirts, pff, the guards just kind of do whatever they want, dude. That's, there's not really a whole lot of legislation out here because they just they don't have the reach from the Capitol. But uh, you got food, and he kind of like still weary, but he's willing to ask the question.
4: I'm gonna do my best to whisper without knowing what having like a form and vocal cords is like, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like, well, I. Like it seems like you got in trouble because you got caught. Yes, maybe I could help you not get caught, and we can get food. Or I'm actually, uh, I can make plants grow. Uh, that's something that I'm capable of doing, and I could just do that. But if you wanted to steal it, honestly, those guys seem like jerk bags, and this guy's got plenty.
1: Roll me a persuasion check, and I'll, I'll say at advantage because you uh, you start speaking his language,
6: which is still common, right?
1: Right, uh, which is 13. still common. Um He he kinda he takes a look at you and he's like, What's the plan?
4: Well, you I mean, I you see how I am, right? Like yeah. I'm I'm just these um I'm orbs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can kind of extend the shadows between the orbs around us, make us not invisible, but People don't generally just notice shadows, you know? Okay. And and we can we could work together. I, I can't say it's, you know, I can guarantee we're not going to get caught. But I'll make the orbs where my hands would be sort of, like, flare magically.
1: His eyes get big, and he's like, this could work. Okay, yeah, I'll follow your lead, man.
4: I got you. I'll cast Pass Without a Trace on us, which gives <laughs> us plus, plus 10 to our stealth checks.
1: Awesome. Yes.
4: And, uh, we're going to
1: go rob this food cart. (laughs) Awesome. Um, so yeah, you pass out trace. You extend the shadows between your orbs and you guys are now concealed. And so, um, seeing that he is now concealed, this man, like he is in awe and he runs over to the food cart and starts to try to take stuff. Um, and he's going to do a stealth. Oh, yep. Uh, and he's, this dude is loading his pockets. Um, sorry, I got distracted by it. no you're Jay good. So did I. <laughs> 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 Guys, our ADHD <laughs> is showing. Um, so anyways,
0: <laughs> 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 um, is doing, big,
6: is no,
1: so so yeah, he sorry. he just starts. No, you're, good, no, no, you're good. You're good. Sorry. He just starts loading his pockets with apples and oranges and all the fruit that's in that cart. I can make one, too, if you'd like me to help grab. I did say that I would help him. If you want to, yeah, get, then you can make a self-check. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a 19. Okay, yeah. Um, with a 19, you are also able to just grab as many as you want. They, they have no idea. The, the people at the cart have no idea. And it seems like uh, everybody around also doesn't seem to know. Um, Sweet.
5: Yoinko-matic,
1: 5,000. So you guys load your pockets um, and the guy turns around at you. He says, thanks, pal. He comes over to take some of the fruits that you had grabbed from you to take back with him. He's like, I assume you don't need to eat. Is that, I don't know. Do do Starborn eat? Never even. Uh,
4: No, no, I I have no need for this. This was all for you, my friend. Uh, I hope that you were never attacked that way in public ever again. And that was an injustice, please. As an apology from the universe, please.
1: He, uh, he kind of, like, suspends it. Thanks, man. Didn't realize there was still good people left around. And he takes the fruit, and, uh, he, with his plus ten stealth, darts into an alleyway and kind of heads off. And go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, you do get advantage on perception checks. What the heck? Uh, you gave it to me, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, I did. You're right. Never mind. Uh, that's an 18. Yeah, so... <laughs> um you look around and you in one of the other stalls see a figure that is donning this black cloak. Um, and he is staring right at you and yo, I, I bet you he's got a card for you.
5: I bet <laughs> so too. You know what? I think the guy might have a card. What's
1: the, what's the thing from Spider-Man? All right, let's do this one more time. Um, yeah, or one last <laughs> time, right? Um, and he, uh, He's staring at you, and then you just hear the voice in your mind, and it's... That was pretty impressive. Seems you have your own sense of justice in this world.
0: I... Justice. I am
5: justice. I am vengeance. I am the knight. <laughs> I don't so, feel... Little G.
1: very <laughs> strongly. Feel very strongly?
4: About wrongs that are done to the living consciousness is a one-in-trillion possibility. I... I am a testament.
1: It, can I tell if he's like me? Um, why don't you give me a... Give me an insight check.
6: It's oh. Oh. a 16. Oh.
0: Oh.
1: You can tell that he is not being fully transparent with who he is. You're not sure why or what that means, but you have a sense that he is not being honest in his portrayal of himself to you. I don't like that. I'm glad that my
4: sense of justice is uh, notable to you, kind person. Can I ask what I can do for you?
1: You hear a chuckle inside of your head. um, And he says, actually, I think it's potentially what we can do for one another. You have my attention. And he, uh, he steps out of the stall, and in his mind, he's just like, walk and talk with me. And he starts to walk down the street.
4: I'll, f- I'll follow about two steps behind for a minute, and then I'll match him.
1: Okay. Um, and as you begin to match him, he, uh, he says, I'm in need of some people with some very particular skills. And specifically, those that know what justice is. Justice for people that have been wronged. I think you know what people I might be talking about?
4: Uh you s- you speak of my fellow starborn to the north.
1: I speak of the ones in the north. I speak of the ones here in the human alliance.
4: Wait, are I know of I know of the, s- the sl- slavery in the north. What are the humans doing? <sighs> the elves told me that this was the place that would make me less angry.
1: The um the voice comes back, the chuckle, and he says, Well, the elves have not been out of the forest for a very long time. This is true. And they were right. This may be a place that would make you less angry, but even in the arms of freedom, the empire of good fortune, there are very few places where Starborn can exist freely. That sounds like nonsense to me. And maybe it is. I mean, I understand that that is
4: reality. Um, However, it is a concept I struggle to fully understand as to why
1: let me ask you this and he stops for a moment and 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 just looks at you and he said and, and again in his head he's like do you want to help your people
4: i want to help all living well i i want to help everything i want balance i want a universal homeostasis and i mean my people have been wronged but they are not the only ones and i want to see them freed and allowed to exist, but I believe that that is... I think that's inherent from anything
1: that can think. You would think. Here's what hmm. I propose.
5: But we've only just met.
4: <laughs>
1: God damn it!
5: <laughs> nice. I didn't nice! I, I didn't think I was ready for this sort of relationship commitment, Jacob.
1: God damn it! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That threw me off. Yeah. Keep it Keeping
5: it lively. Alright, keep going. I was You're led proposing.
4: to believe there would be I was led to believe there would be a dinner. <laughs>
1: no. Oh, that was good. That was good. So he said so he's like I'd like to make a proposition for you. I, like I said, am putting together this team to find these artifacts. I believe that these artifacts, when found, might be able to help in restoring this homeostasis that we're looking for. I can't exactly... I
0: wish for homeostasis?
1: I wish for balance. For justice. I'm not going to lie to you. I have seen the ways in which Starborn have been wronged and... I want to help this new life thrive, not watch it be smothered. But this team I'm putting together, I think, will also be in some need of some homeostasis, if you know what I mean. And I think that you might be a good addition to that team.
4: I appreciate the confidence. What do you need me to do?
1: Very simple. I need you to continue having this sense of justice and care for all the people you come across. But more tangibly, I need you to work with this team to find these artifacts. I
4: believe that I can execute what you're asking me. I do. I do think that since you said you would not lie to me, it is, it is important to me that you know that I have, I have killed people. Like I, some people just don't think life is sacred, and and I have to defend myself. Uh, it's not something I particularly enjoy, but as you have said, this world does not operate exactly as we would like
1: sometimes.
2: Judas, no. Judas, <laughs> <Jesus, Yeah. yeah. laughs> I no.
1: Mean, as you said that, um, a butterfly flies over and lands on uh, the man's finger, and he looks at it, and he says... When there is life, the only possible conclusion, and he looks up at you... Is death. Precisely. And the butterfly falls to the ground. This is the circle I, that we live in. I
4: I appreciate what you did there, but was that necessary? And you can... Or, so, hold on. My apologies. Was that just random? Did that just... You could know about the time of the butterfly's death and... I'm going to think about this for a while. And he's just going to stand there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, when you're done... We, we make it through a session
5: with, ja- with Jacob killing a butterfly.
1: That is
0: <laughs>
1: well, when you're done thinking about that... And you're ready to see what this offer may have in store for you. Why don't you join me? Um, and he turns around, and, and now that you look around, you notice that you're no longer in the marketplace, um, but you are in front of this big flashing sign, um, this big neon flashing sign that says, Madam Zanda's, uh, sorry, I keep, yeah, Xanda's Crossroads Tavern, and you see that he walks towards the building and enters.
4: Uh, I'm going to continue thinking about what just happened and then follow him in. Perfect.
1: As you come in, uh, you come look around, here. and it seems that this this guy is very quickly, qu- very quick, um, and Mr. Man has rushed, not rushed, but seemingly very quickly moved to a booth in the back right corner of the tavern, and there he seems to be seated, seated, seated. He seems to be seated with a dwarf, a half elf a human and a dwarf star to which you recognize very clearly as someone yeah. of your people um and he seems to be there seated with them in the back of the tavern
4: i don't wish to be i don't wish to be forward um, but i i must clear the air uh gentleman dwarf you do you do not hold claim over this Starborn's personhood, do you? Nay. And then I'm going to look at Mr. Man and be like, I thought we were going to f- they- they're not together,
6: right? No, each each
4: of
1: uh, these people uh, here before wait, you Hold
6: hold on, are you asking me if I own them? Uh, does... Yes,
4: uh, I was under the impression that I was going to be uh, stopping dwarves from owning Starborn, and then we found a dwarf next to a Starborn, and
0: I... oh.
6: In that case, I see exactly where you're coming from, and I am, uh, one hundred
5: percent. That
6: that that empire, that dwarven empire, I means they they are dead to me.
2: Interesting. Um, I was not aware that a dwarf had such strength inside of them that they could own someone such as myself
4: well the reality yes, is they, the reality is they don't own you they just have taken advantage of our infancy consciousness and imposed their
6: will on our people they have done a tremendous amount wrong and i can never forgive my own people
2: so this is what thymond meant i do not oh, think guys. it is the same oh, as when dies. he
0: was alive. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: supposed same thing.
3: I'm assuming that you guys are the other ones that the uh, one in black had said about Mr. Man, as he said, his name was.
0: It's he, not a very good name, name, is, is it? No, he's got a hat. <laughs> Did you guys... Say, that's that's a, some
6: important information. Another point know. of order. It's a, order. Order. Yeah. It's a cowboy
3: hat, is isn't it,
6: it? Is it a cowboy
3: this is a fucking wizard from, it's from Stardew Valley. It's, it's a fedora. It's a
1: fedora is what it is. Oh,
5: damn. Okay,
1: what, what no, was
4: that, joke. Uh, joke? I think it is important for us to know since Mr. Man brought us together that he can predict when a butterfly will die. That is the conclusion uh, that I came to based on what I saw outside. That's he knows the exact a... time at which butterflies will die.
5: It's almost as predictable as my goat chewing on his can.
4: Dear God, there's a giant goat.
5: A goat aggressively grinds can.
4: Have you guys been sitting in this tavern with a goat for very long?
2: Yes, too long. I need to get out.
1: <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Man kind of just um, is just you can just hear him chuckling to himself and as you guys are talking and debating, um, this very uh, cheery um, older woman runs over, and she kind of just slides in, and um, with her hands out to the side. Uh, give and
6: me like... a d20 on how good the slide was.
1: All right, I'll give you a d20 on how good the slide was. Uh, that's oh gosh, numbers. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, it is. It 18? is a good slide. She has practiced. is practiced. Almost... She that knows slide what she's is, doing.
6: Oh, immaculate. It's oh, not it's amazing. Perfect, but it's immaculate. Exactly.
1: And you know what? Nothing in life is perfect. And Madame Zidane knows this, and so her slides are never perfect either. And she just comes in, and she's like, "Welcome, everyone, to my tavern. <sighs> what can I get you all to drink, <sighs> Mister Man, It's so good to see you." And, and Mister Man tips his fedora, not in a not in a weird way, but in like a a, a a kind <laughs> Acknowledge gesture way. Acknowledgement.
6: <laughs> uh, that man tips it weird. <laughs>
1: Okay, maybe it is a cowboy hat. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure that out.
6: It's an ever-changing hat. It's you an ever-changing hat. what he's got
1: on. It just depends like, on how actually, he's feeling that day.
5: That'd, actually, that'd be funny, is if every single he time we look at him, 10 it's, 10 a drone, hat. it's a cowboy hat, it's a hat with a little propeller on, on it. Terry
4: the Platypus. <gasps> <gasps> oh,
5: my God. <laughs> is this
3: clever? A berry,
1: the platypus flower berry. Oh my god To I... So, so, Madame, Madame Zidane's like, what can I get y'all to drink? Grog. Baja Blast. Please. <laughs> uh, water.
2: Please,
0: but, but if you could.
2: In a, a small dish, please. Thank you. Not a cup. Small dish.
1: Sure thing. Customer's always cup. right. Sir, uh, with the, with the beard and the salt and pepper kind of look. Do you, do you want anything to drink?
5: Me or the goat?
1: <laughs> yeah, she's specifically talking to the both, goat. She's talking
5: the to goat the goat! Because both the goat and I are grizzled with blackish hair, blackish brown hair, and have salt and pepper, so... She,
1: she's actually looking right past you and at the goat, and the goat just, like, stamps its hood off the table and goes, bah! and she's like, coming right up! And you, sir... <laughs> Other grizzled man with, uh, salt and pepper black hair.
5: Just, let's have water without any chunks and it would be great. <laughs> water without chunks?
1: She's oh, like, it'll be the it'll be the, it'll water. Be the chunkless water, most chunkless water you've ever had. Uh, and, and you good <laughs> sir, I, you, do you do I this? know exactly
6: where you've been with your chunky water. That's a terrible part of town. Where,
1: why are you there? Uh, and sir, <laughs> in, in uh, do you want anything? I don't know if Starborn... Do they eat? It's been a while since I've had one come through my tavern. I, I
4: will not be partaking. Uh, my because body does not require uh, ingestion.
1: Well, I feel ingestion. very sorry for you, because oh. let me tell you, my cooking is good. I'm just going to say it anyways. Uh, what was that, dear?
3: Oh, no, I'm just I'm just a bit curious as to, like, you know, do Starborn like to eat, or do they just choose to eat kind of a thing? or
4: my, yeah, the first
3: starborn i've ever come across
4: uh my i would say that as eridonis sits there you see the you see the like head flare up and this minor visage of like a young elven androgynous face appears and starts to like speak because he doesn't hold i guess they don't hold a form um I don't have a tongue or intestines, and they open up their robe and they're like, it doesn't go anywhere. So I I've never tried, but sometimes when I focus and I can make these lips uh, in front of my consciousness, maybe? Water, please.
2: Herlin just, like, has the (laughs) biggest, widest eyes because she's never seen, like, the actual, like, innards or whatever of a Starborn because she's covered with flesh. So she's, like, peeking through her own, like, rotten flesh and, like, the weird rocks and stuff that make up her, like, exoskeleton, like, at the bluish uh, white glowing tint and she's, like, that's the same. That's, you know, that's what's inside of me.
6: It's fascinating. I always heard a lot about you, Starborn, but never got to see any because I was the one making them, making the machines. Yeah. You don't want to hear any of that, anyways. You're you right, know, we don't. Feynman, Perfect. used to I like you. Bake. I hate
3: you. <laughs> <Get in> the- <laughs> Does anyone want to play cards? I know a good uh, couple card games up my sleeve.
1: And as you guys are talking, um, Madam. Uh, Madame Zonda uh, leans over to uh, Mr. Man and it's like, uh, Should I put this on your tab? And he just nods, gestures, hey, thank like you. Half
5: of, hey, like three of us are drinking water. This is virtually free.
1: You think that water is free in the
5: human
0: it's lives? It's fucking
3: water, obviously. Fiji <laughs> <laughs> water, anyone?
4: Wait. Hey,
3: I think it should be.
4: Water is not free?
5: <laughs> it's even worse.
4: <laughs> I was under the impression that most of you with the uh, bodies needed it to survive.
2: In the dead town, is always free.
1: Correct. Uh, but here in the Human Alliance, it is uh, quite the commodity.
2: So that's
6: where
1: you took me. Okay.
2: But what...
1: Yes, you are here in the human, human Alliance.
2: What if a human dies from it? Ah, it is nice. It is a basic need for for all living things.
5: Oh, that's just called dehydration. They grab them, stack them in piles, and throw them out the back. Hey,
1: if you just think I you're smart about it, you drink
3: enough water when you need more water, then you should be fine," says the girl who comes from the desert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and and this is where Mister Man then looks back at you, Eridonis, and he's like, the, "You can't see his face, but you you can feel the energy. It's like, see what I told you about injustice." Um, and he turns back to everyone and he says. I thank you all for coming here. I have quite the mission ahead. And I promise that there will be great rewards at the end uh, for all of you that are able to help me out in this endeavor. So far, uh, as I've told you already, I am seeking people that will be able to help me find these long-lost artifacts. It's been troublesome to locate them. Especially with my resources tied up with this cold war between the Deep Slate Empire and the Human Alliance. The the amount of bureaucracy and let's just say it's a lot easier to work outside of rules and regulations. I find that is most efficient. As do I. And I believe that you all might just be the people that I need. Sure, you couldn't
3: just do it with one. I'll still take you up on the offer if you just want me.
1: He um. Are you
2: really that talented and brave that you could go on this adventure all on your own? I've never. I could do anything
3: on my own if I absolutely wanted to. Wow. You get raised on the street. You learn a thing or two about having to survive. And one of it is, is the dog-eat-dog
2: dog world. Living women are so absolutely amazing. I had no idea. No wonder Herland had to. <laughs> I concur
4: Man, with your it would assessment.
3: Be rather interesting inside the um, inside the city.
1: As you guys are, are talking about this, he he pulls out another piece of paper and he spreads it across. Um, it's a fairly large piece of parchment. He spreads it across the table in front of you, um, and he taps the uh, the parchment with his hands three times. And from that...
3: Always with with this guy.
1: And from that, uh, there appears what looks like a very... It's a cylinder, almost like a quarterstaff, um, but it's a little bit shorter than a quarterstaff. And um, as it comes up, it's... Do any of you recognize this item
2: yes yes i
1: definitely know everything about
2: that item
1: you know what yeah yeah roll roll history at disadvantage roll history at disadvantage oh boy any of us or um i would say that everyone except for molly would have to roll history at disadvantage
3: yeah, I never. I, got left, a... I never, never left my what? village. I wouldn't know. What? I have
2: like a plus six. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I have with... a three.
4: <laughs> with my
6: plus six, I got a ten. Three, ten. With my plus two, I got a six.
5: Uh, fifteen plus six is still way more than enough. So. <laughs> that Did was your you... lowest. That was your lowest roll. Yeah. Yeah, I had sixteen. Was my other one.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Ray, um...
5: <laughs> I don't know what this is, but apparently I know what this is.
1: <laughs> so, Ray, you know exactly what this is. And the reason you know is because you actually saw it in a book that you found amongst the Scrap Heap. What this is, is the staff of the Emperor of the Human Alliance.
5: So, we're going after the staff of the Human Alliance. Why...
2: Yes, that is exactly what it is, and I did know- You're telling me we're going
6: after a king's scepter?
1: An emperor's scepter, to be more exact, but yes. This is- Does
6: that involve magic? Sorry? Is that- There's gotta be something more to it. It can't just be a stick. It's gotta be magical, right? It is magical in nature.
3: We're gonna get paid if we get it anyway. Maybe All we right. should start getting our bags and starting going on this mission already.
6: Um, wait. No, you want the second? You know, a plan uh,
5: would be a half-bad idea.
1: A what?
3: plan, man. I don't need a plan unless, of course, I trust my own instinct, which is what I'm doing. Which I'm saying we should just go. The man is paying us, and some of us have families
2: to get to. I do agree with the living girl. She is most. Most intelligent. Thank you. I like this one.
4: (laughs) I find the behavior erratic and eccentric, but agreeable.
1: The thing you have to know is that this scepter is owned by (laughs) the emperor of the human alliance. The only way you're going to get it is to either take it from his throne room or take it when he is going on his many... Uh, and, and he he throws up. I'm
6: sure he's not just gonna part with it easily, is he?
1: No, no. This is uh, a very sacred item to the Human Alliance. It's not going to be easily taken. Uh, um, question
2: four, yeah. what? Sorry, what? Um. Well, uh, I I do believe that Allison had a question. Yeah. I just also had one. You you may go. No, I'm, you first. first. No, no, no. no I insist. I insist. No, 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 no. I insist. Oh, right. You know what? I, I insist.
5: insist. I, insist. <laughs> I also insist. <laughs> she goes first.
2: Um, I was just wondering, um, his many what? You were you were saying that we would have an opportunity to, to infiltrate his office during his many... But you did not finish...
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... The other possibility is that he does many, um, and... Mr. Man puts up uh, quotations with his fingers and, he, and he's, uh, when he says the word uh, parades. It's a way of showing his strength and might throughout the Empire.
2: Yes, we've done that before in in um, the Deadlands, yes.
1: Oh, you have? We,
2: we had huge pumpkins on all these big trailers that we... Anyway.
1: Similar, yes.
2: Pumpkins yes. are hard to get.
1: You know what
6: I see this as? I've already messed up my... Opinion. My entire thing with the Dwarven Empire and the Deep Slate—that that's never going. They're never gonna want me. So if I'm gonna mess something else up, I may as well also mess up the humans. Because I—no one's gonna want me at that point. And then I can live Half Valley peacefully on my own, maybe. Right? Right? You know.
1: That's a. Before,
2: before Allison asks his question, Wally, are you? dead
6: no, he's no just but mad. sometimes I wish I w- why do you ask
2: <laughs> oh you definitely look like you're dead your face it's, oh, it's lost all I, life I see
6: you're not you, okay it's cause I'm a different yeah no I totally I'm sorry I forget <laughs> I, I yeah I'm a dwarf I look big, very different My, my. believe it or not my hair didn't used to be red uh, it's, but...
2: it's something in your eyes.
6: Ah, uh, that is called a, a lifetime time okay. being wasted.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I shall put that in my, my
5: notes. <laughs> How to Living... die, be wasted all the time.
2: <laughs> wasted equals not dead. <laughs> Thank uh... you.
0: I find that that is
4: technically true that if you are lo- wasting a life you have to be alive to have been wasted it so therefore your logic is sound <laughs>
1: um, at this point madam
6: uh, bar, bar, bartender can I get another <laughs>
1: <laughs> at this point madam uh, madam Zonda comes in and gives you all your drinks and sees that you ask for another and she's like coming right up darling and she uh, rushes off to get that one as oh, well a, before, she a leaves, before
3: she before she leaves um, mr wiggles pops out from under my cloak and kind of does one of these like with the praying hands kind of a thing like, oh yeah he has. has and oh i i look at him i go ah gotcha um can he get some uh salted water please he, he likes the salt water <laughs>
5: And immediately the goat uh, sure thing but just I, another animal appeared
1: she uh
2: rats goats are not rats
1: she looked at Mr. Goats Man are not rats. Uh, she looks at Mr. <laughs> Man and she's like it's gonna cost you extra though and he's like he, he like brushes it off like of course like it's not a big deal um she's like coming right up and uh she runs <laughs> off to go get it and Mr. Uh, Man he uh let, yeah yeah go ahead
2: I let my rat come out from my cloak I like pick him. I pick her up out of like the pocket of my cloak and like bring her down to the table in front of the little like. Um, I'm assuming she brought out like a saucepan. Yep. Um, so that um Ida can lap up the water.
0: You so, had
4: a uh... species of life are represented.
6: Wally looks directly at Mister Man and just in where he thinks the eyes you know would be, just, yeah, yeah. just like.
7: You sure know how to pick up, don't you?
1: Uh, How's that supposed to be? He, uh, he, uh, kind of, you know, adjusts his cloak and he's like, some might say I'm the best at it. You had a question, Mr. Allison.
5: Uh, yeah. I, uh, first I look over my shoulder and roll for perception if I'm allowed.
1: Uh, go for it. Or what are you looking for specifically?
5: Uh, if anybody's overheard this, that, you know, would be ratting us
1: out to authorities right about now. Oh, okay, yeah, go uh, ahead. We've said, some,
5: we've said some stuff that I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, good. I don't see anybody because I get a seven. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it it seems like everybody's doing their own thing. As far as you can tell.
5: is writing in I her will... notes that calling someone it.
2: short I... is an insult.
5: Yeah. So, uh, I kind of look around, don't, I take way too fast of a glance and don't actually, like, you yeah, know, yeah. search the room. And, uh, basically I determined it's fine, and I just kind of asked him, I was like, hey, uh, could we have picked a more private place for this conversation?
1: <laughs> he, uh, he folds his hands and he just chuckles a little bit, and he's like, what happens at Madame Zandas stays at Madame Zandas?
5: This isn't Vegas, Jacob.
1: This is... That is an interesting
4: way to conduct business,
1: but still charge
4: for water. Does she have a well?
2: Yes. Shame on you, Madam Sanders. <laughs> yes, no. the she, actually makes a
4: she
2: actually picks it up. She actually
5: grabs an eyedropper and sucks it off of the leaves of the morning dew every morning.
1: <laughs> so uh,
5: Very strenuous. It takes way too long.
1: Mr. Man is like, well, there hasn't, uh, well, as our friend here, um, Solstice would know, there's it's not a lot of water that comes through this part of the world um
3: uh, yeah there isn't it's more of a treat honestly depending on when you can get water and when you can't get butter you're used to getting plant um uh plant infused water which is a lot easier to come by it just depends on where you're at <laughs>
1: Uh, but that being said, yes, Madame Zanda does have a well, and it produces quite a bit of water, considering it's on a spring. Uh, but, but, anyways, besides that point, um, and he just kind of like hurries along because he's recognizing that he's not going to lie, but also like this could start something. Um, <laughs> and he uh, he hurries along and he says, uh, "What I'll need is for you guys." I there there, there and he and he kind of just like rubs his forehead and he's like, "There are other." Artifacts out there, but it, I haven't necessarily located them yet. I know where this one is, and this has got to be our first priority. So, I'm going to need you to go after this one first. As far as I know, it, it is currently in the capital. I'm sure that he has different parades that he has scheduled throughout the course of the next couple of months. Um, you might be able to find that out in some other towns. The person that I would suggest is that you need to talk to Xanathar. He is the person that would know the most about where the king uh, parades come in. He's very uh, in deep with the with uh, the different guards and knows a lot of information. Uh, He's actually where
5: can we find this Xanathar?
1: Yeah, it's a great uh, question. I know on good intel that Xanathar is actually here in the town. Um, he's here on business and he's going to be here for the next couple of days. So it might be good to check in with him and try to find out some more information.
3: And what exactly are you going to be doing, Mr. Man, during this time period?
5: Taking
0: a nap.
1: <laughs> he, uh, chuckles and it's like, well, uh, sleep, no one, there's no sleep for me in the future. I am going to be spending my time trying to figure out where the other artifacts are located. Those will be the next. All right, as long as
3: everyone's doing their part, I see no reason we should be waiting. Let's go. Um,
1: and as you say that, Madam, uh, Madam uh, Zanda comes back and she has her uh, array of of salt water and grog, and she's like, Oh, you guys are leaving so soon. I guess you won't be needing these, um, then. I
3: was kidding! I was kidding! Okay, okay, we'll wait as Mr. Wiggles is, like, pulling on <laughs> her ear, like, very aggressively, like... <laughs> and
1: and Madame Zanda gets a little smile, and she passes out the salt water in the grog. Madame Zanda may
4: have a slight private word.
1: Oh, of course! Not a problem. Why don't you come up to my bar, Keep? I gotta clean up some ga- glasses real quick. Cool. Um, and she uh... starts going that
4: way. I follow behind her, and i, I it, this will be quick. I just wanted to know where your well was located. I assume it was running low since you were charging for water, and I was—I was just going to refill it.
1: She, uh, she uh, gets down and she uh, uses two fingers to like tell you to come closer. Come closer. She's like, "You want to know the secret about the well, dear?" There's a secret. I only charge the rich people. And she backs
4: up <laughs> and she walks away. <laughs> I walk back to the table. Madam Zanda is now my best friend. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, you have been chosen. Hey.
4: Um. And I have ordered a thousand waters on <laughs> Mr. Man's tab and given it to Man as many Zanda people
1: around here. <laughs>
5: Zandor <laughs> is no longer a friend of yours,
1: <laughs> and he said, uh, "Yes,
2: yes to the water that was ordered."
1: Oh yeah, uh, Madame, <laughs> Madame Zan- Zanda brings some more waters to you guys. Um,
2: um, so excuse where... me. Can oh. you taste that?
1: I
4: is yeah fix it up. Roll for taste. Roll for taste. Why is
5: got Roll for taste.
0: Put it to the
4: manifested switch. ethereal lips. Do I taste anything? Well,
6: you can't because they're just lips.
5: Um,
2: <laughs> okay. So don't, here's. Don't make, I've never been able lip. to taste anything, but I I do often eat and drink. Because it's enjoyable in the company of others. Uh, I was just wondering if perhaps this water was special and you could taste it.
1: So, I no. taste it. So go ahead and, uh, for our Starborn friends, give me a percentile roll. Which should be oh, the D10 and the uh, other one that is also a D10 but has the 7D10. The
6: double, D. double one D10. Yeah, yeah.
1: Double
4: D. Uh, if it can be believed, I got an 11. <laughs> okay, okay,
2: okay. Alright. I haven't rolled yet. Hold on. You're good. I got a 10.
1: Like a 10 and a 0? Yeah. Okay, um, so... Okay, so, Eridonis, when you put the water up to your lips, uh... You don't really taste anything? Like, honestly, y- you... You really don't even have the concept of what, like, wet yeah, feels what, like? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. there's nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you may... you. If there's anything you notice, it's, like, the slight temperature difference, but that's about yeah. it. That's about it. It
4: is,
5: a, it is a liquid no longer in my hands, but in it's, my mouth, and I'm very confused.
6: I'm just not understanding. What? Alexis? Alexa?
1: Alexis, yeah. Alex? yes, Yeah. What you rolled.
2: I don't understand either. Why is it significant that so, I... So,
1: a 10 and a 0 is 100%.
2: On you a percentile, one
1: hundred percent. 100%. It's like rolling a net. I rolled
2: a hundred percent. I can taste it.
1: So here's what happens.
2: That's the best thing you've ever consumed.
1: You've, you drink the water, and at first it's like every other time that you've done it with other people. Like there's not a whole lot that happens. It's like whatever. But very quickly you realize first it's the temperature change. You notice that there's a change in temperature. Um, and then second, all of a sudden there's like this really potent kind of um metallic like what you would imagine metallic to be um mm-hmm. followed by just this uh bunch of different uh, minuscule flavors that you can that you can piece out and can tell different um what these different like uh sensations are right they're they're um basically it's like you you can taste the individual minerals within the water, right? And then you can tell the temperature difference within the water. Um, But as quickly as it comes, it also leaves. But there's a split moment where you actually are able to taste it and understand it. And so from this moment on, uh, your character will be able to taste and know what minerals are within um, a water that you drink.
2: Eridonis, it is magic. This is nothing like the water in the Deadlands. I'll splash oh, splash more. I'll splash
4: more on my face, orb. You splash more still. You just,
1: you're like I don't no, I don't so, know what you're so talking Star about. Starborn
3: can taste things. So some starborn can taste things. Could you try this for me? And she pulls out the hellspring
2: pepper.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you.
2: Oh, how generous you are. I shall try in your treat. Takes um oh. oh. A bite out of it. Which isn't really a bite because she doesn't really have teeth, right? Um, so it's it's more just like mushing it and then put it. It goes into her mouth and <laughs> roll to see what happens. Yeah,
1: roll a, Roll a percentile for me again.
2: Because this doesn't have minerals in it necessarily. It's not so water. it. Yeah. so you wouldn't it.
1: be able to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally
2: well, maybe. Uh, Twenty nine.
1: You eat the pepper. There's there's not really a lot there. You recognize that there's matter there. Like, it's like it's like touching a piece of wood. You know that... Like, you can touch something, and you know the texture, right. but there's, like, there's nothing. I
2: know the texture. Mmm. Y- it is most delicious. Yes. I do taste your treat that you gave to me as a gift. Tr-treat. Thank you so much for, um... Fascinating.
3: For, um, I'm gonna keep this in my notes for later.
2: Yes. It tastes very sweet. Yes, it's, um... It's a it's a bit bitter, um, <laughs> you can't taste just
0: you
2: can just savory. I taste the savory. Uh, again, no. yes, yes, I I Uh-oh. shall I shall eat I shall consume the whole treat. It is it is very delightful. Thank you very much. Um, she pops s- the rest of it in her mouth. Does she, she does made. she
3: feel does she feel the heat of the capsaicin in her body?
1: So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no. She doesn't even feel that. Um, wow. the pepper's just not reacting to her. Because she doesn't have a normal bodily system. <laughs> um, mm. What I will say? Yes, yes. thank
2: you. you, what I, you. This is you the most cute. delicious treat I've I've yet to taste. What Perhaps one day I shall share with this you my pumpkin treats? Yes, it is. Um, it is so yummy and fantastic. It's um, and there's um nodes of, of um goodness in it. Thank you very much.
1: So, as, you, treat- as you guys are having this discussion, um,
2: She drinks more water.
1: Madam Zanda comes back over, and uh, she, she leans down to Mr. Man, and she goes, By the way, uh, here's your tab. And she hands him the bill, which uh, is on a piece of parchment paper, that just, like, stretches for at least a good, like, two or three feet. Um,
3: I just ordered water.
1: <laughs> and and he, he, he looks over at Eridontis and is like, This was you, wasn't it? Well, it was partly she, me. I, didn't I did drink would, some. I think he means the thousand. Um, I
4: assumed it would be okay.
1: He uh, he's like, that's fair. Um, and he rolls it back up and he signs the bottom of it and uh, pulls out a bag of uh coins and places it on top. Um, and Madame Zanda comes by and collects it. And at that moment, you guys um, sitting in your booth, you hear a loud scream from outside the tavern. And there is silence, and then the tavern starts to murmur, and they're like, "What? What was that? What?" what? Um, and just st- seems to be happening. <laughs> there, is, there is trouble afoot. Hold on! Come course. quickly! It's
6: not, a, it's not me. I have to
1: go find out. Come quickly, <laughs> Robin, to the Batmobile.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so you guys hear the scream coming from outside, and you see a couple patrons go out to see what's going on, and Mister Man, Mister um, Man, just, uh, just goes, oh, "Never a dull moment."
0: I guess. Hmm. I was going to ask never,
1: questions about the I
4: cultural needing of exchanging of coin, but I think we should probably check that out. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fine. We yeah.
4: should probably go check. That
1: out. He, Mister Man, puts a hand on your shoulder, Aridonus, and he goes, "We'll talk about it later, buddy. Don't worry, we'll have time." And I was so, going to ask where right?
6: the hell the king, the, the emperor, may be, but I think all we have to do is look for the nice big old fuck off castle.
1: Well, and uh, he said earlier that Xanadar, or I Xanathar, that- sorry, Xanathar has Xanathar. the information. Yeah, yeah, there's someone in town
2: we have to talk to. I hope he's yeah. not the one who was screaming.
5: You know, that would be slightly inconvenient.
2: Herlin slowly, like, she picks up Ida, puts her back in her cloak pocket, um, and she slowly creeps towards like the window, just to like. Actually, you're outside.
1: Okay, I haven't seen little G anywhere. Aerodonis. Do I
2: have to make like a stealth check or something? <laughs>
1: No, that's okay. Because I think everybody's really distracted at this point. Aridonus, what are you doing? I'm just gonna walk outside. Okay. Uh, Do I need
2: to make a perception check? In just a second.
1: Just a second. Um. I'm sorry. I will good. also follow. Roll <laughs> me a G20. Me, Braden.
5: Oh, nice. Nat twenty.
1: Perfect. So you you look around. You're like, where's 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 little G? Um, and all of a sudden. You look left, and then you look right, and then you look left again, and he has popped out from underneath the booth and is just staring you right in your face, um, with the,
3: the human eyes, obviously.
1: With the human eyes <laughs> that obviously, no. um, I guess, not staring at you, but he's like right in front of you, googly
6: eyes. <laughs> he's got like. Look- Welded googly eyes to the side of it. They're steampunk googly eyes. So they have like, you know, perfectly
1: made glass balls, but like they're copper behind it. They have like little marbles on the side. <laughs> there you side. go, there you go.
3: One's different color. You're than just the like other. The, sa- the sound of the glass clinking as it's like rolling around. Like, <laughs> hey <it was> go.
6: <laughs> Look at it and like, you.
1: piece of machinery. You. <laughs> when you say you piece God. of. It like it like backs up a little bit, like tilts, like it's getting ready to swing. And then you say machinery and it just like comes back slowly. You <laughs>
6: peace. You piece up. Of- and then that's when I just punch it. Oh, that is
5: a lot.
1: Uh I'm full I'm doing it. No, Fantastic. Um go ahead and roll me D one hundred. 88. You punch little G <laughs> and he goes flying through the tavern towards the door. Um, And as he's going flying, he flies past um, Allison's head. And Allison, you begin to float off the ground. First, it's Allison. Then there are two more patrons that start to float off the ground. Um, And then Eridonis, it goes past you, but it doesn't affect you because you already have the ability to hover. But But you do feel a little bit of a lift. Like, oh, that was weird.
6: Just He's just, uh, again, just. uh, uh. I'll turn to
4: Allison and be like, I feel as though. The dwarf's magic isn't uh, in his control,
5: dude. It's not magic. This is something that can be explained. I just don't have time to figure it out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yo, not gonna you lie. Going Inter- Interesting. Is Wally
6: that. looks directly. I think you might be right. Allison's <laughs> eyes
2: just stares at him intently. Okay, and I just walks out the, the
1: door. Carlin t- okay. writes I in inside. her
2: notes. Sometimes magic
1: isn't magic. <laughs> And Solstice, what are you going to do?
2: Um,
3: well, since everybody is starting to head out toward the building and everything like that, um, Mr. Uh, Mister Wiggles is going to take a sip of everybody else's drink while nobody's paying attention and then jump back up onto my shoulder as we begin to head out toward the building.
1: <laughs> okay. As you guys walk out of the tavern um, and Herland is uh, peeking over the windowsill, um, Herland, go ahead and give me a perception check.
2: 18 plus 3.
1: There you go, 21. Okay. So,
2: 21.
1: Um, so, you can see... Actually, you, luckily, had a good spot where the crowd was 21. parted for some reason. Um, but okay. as you guys move forward, um, and Harland, you, you see this from a distance, you see this crowd uh, that you have to push through, and there is just... Um, they're, like, gasping, and like, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh, wh- where, did, where did this come from? Wh- wh- why? And, and as you guys get closer... So, Solstice, you don't see this immediately because you're still trying to push through the crowd... Um, but well, everyone else... And
3: Mr. Whisker's trying to catch him, too, so... That's true as
1: well, yeah. Mr. Wiggles is getting around. Wiggles. Um, I mean
7: Mr. Wiggles.
1: As you guys start to uh, get closer, though, um, and that would be Eridinus, Allison, and um, Wally, as you guys get closer, you see in the middle of the road is a body. Seems to be a young halfling. Or an older halfling, sorry. And he's not moving. And there are guards that have uh, come around, and one of them is kneeled down, checking out the halfling. Is he alive? Are you asking? I, the... I'm, asking I'm asking the guards. Actually, you know what?
4: I Can I, I... just sort of feel the vibe if he's alive?
5: Can you
6: actually feel the vibe, though? Uh, that, is, that is the question I'm asking you the DM. Can you feel
5: the vibe, though? Yo,
6: is he that funky <laughs> that he can feel the vibe? Can
5: you feel no, the vibe, but, man? No, but that's what I mean. It's like, can he actually feel the vibe? Or can,
2: can I he like, not feel the vibe? Can I, like, whisper to Eridonis? I think he may just be wasted. Are you
1: are you up there with Eridonis right now? I, well, sh- she should be able to speak into my head. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, You can just, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, 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 So only Aerodonis hears that. I think...
2: <laughs> I think he uh, might just be wasted.
4: I... Hmm. I'll... Ch- I'll check. So and... I'm,
1: I'm gonna say, uh, if you want to try to feel... Roll me a... D100.
4: I rolled the, the 10 and the 0 again. Okay. What?! I rolled a ten, the
1: 10 and the 0. That's oh, my I God. You got 100. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, how do you, as Eridonis, um, interact with the universe?
4: Hmm. That's a deep philosophical question. <laughs> um, That's pretty heated. For the most part, it would be... I would be trying to feel for his life force, the thing that connects him to the cycle of life and death. The whether or not he, what side of that he would be on everyone sort of, it's easier for me to get inside the minds of other starboard, but I have been able to feel into other living things, especially if I use my magic, like speak with animals or plants or whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I sort
4: of just emanate that out towards what may be a body. So you emanate that. See if there's anything left. Yeah. So
1: you emanate that. And as that, Im- like, as that kind of comes out in a wave, um, it hits some of the other uh, people in the crowd, it hits the guards, and you can see the fire that's inside of them. Um, but as you hit this halfling, uh, there's no fire. I do not believe... I mean, he is
4: wasted in the uh metaphysical or philosophical sense is that his life is no longer here and therefore that is a waste. I'm going to quickly turn to the guards. How
1: long has he been dead and did you do it? Um the guard turns to you, looks at you uh, and you recognize the voice. And he's like, "Oi. What are you looking at? Get out of here. This is all this is an investigation. You're impeding an investigation." All I right. You don't
4: seem you don't seem very smart, so I'm going to ask one more time and then I will get aggressive. Oy.
0: Wait, what? I'm
4: not smart! Excuse me? Did you do this? Did you do this and how long has he been dead? I'm sorry,
1: you think the royal guard would kill Xanathar?
6: And then, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that, uh, it it, it under- oh, fuck. What's a yawn about?
4: Eridonis is going to be like, well, that's actually an issue, but it may not be. How long has he been dead? Did you did you just find him? Like, did he just drop dead right now? How good are you at investigating? It doesn't matter. We're running out of time, and I'm going to cast Revivify on Xanathar.
6: Ooh, this is getting interesting. He is, spicy. So is he
5: revi- So is he reviving Xanathar?
6: Is that what I touch a creature Xanathar. that was the, the
4: guy we
3: were supposed minute. to go talk to.
1: He has to have died in the just... last minute. No, I'm just just asking questions to ask questions. Are you serious? So you cast Revivify.
2: So he Um, was wasted. He wasn't dead.
1: So you you cast Revivify. And how do you cast it? What does the magic look like as it comes out? I would walk over to
4: Xanathar, ignoring the dumb guard, uh, unless he physically puts hands on me, and... I would just put the two orbs that where my hands would be together, and sort of just defibrillate, just sort of <laughs> walk over and just like yes. and I just try <laughs> to get him to come back. <laughs> That's great. Just like, take my take my take life just, essence and just try clear. to like. I maybe if I just force some of life in there, it'll just come back. Yeah. So you, if
6: I strike him as hard as I can <laughs> directly in the middle of the chest. That could work. Maybe if I
3: WWE wrestler drop onto him, he will wake
6: up. If you elbow
1: drop him, he'll get extra pull.
4: So But if the guard if the guards try to stop me, I will tidal wave them. So you're where. <laughs>
1: um so oh you you go God. in and you slip by the guard and he's like, Oi, hey, where you going? And you go down and you cast or you defibulate the guy. Um, and his chest goes up. From just, like, the, the gravitational pull of your orb. And he falls back down. Um, but you don't see the fire coming back into...
2: <gasps> he's been dead for more than a minute?
1: Yep. He must have he, been... He did scream. Dumb, uh... Did
4: he?
2: It, uh, no, because it must have been someone else scream. If he's been dead for longer than a minute.
5: Maybe the guards screamed because they were sissy girly men
0: who found him.
3: <laughs> Can uh, I do a perception check on his body by chance? Am I close enough to do that now?
1: Um, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
3: I got a nineteen.
1: Ooh. Okay. Ambitious. Okay. I'm
3: kind of curious as to what I see. So.
1: So so here's what you see as Ambitious, as Eridonis, like does the defibrillation and his body goes up and then down. Um, in that motion, you see a letter fall out of his pocket, uh, the halfling's Xanathar's pocket, and fall to the ground. Can
3: I take the? Can I take the letter?
1: Um. Sure. Give me. Do you want to do it where the guards will see that you're doing it, or do you want to do a stealth check?
3: I do have sleight of hand. so yeah. I'm you like can do
1: sleight of hand. A shot. Yeah, do a sleight of hand check. Um. Nine
3: plus eight would be seventeen. 17. Okay. Now you see me, now you don't.
1: <laughs> so there are currently five guards there, and two of them see you dive for the letter. Um, ah, fuck. And one of them goes, Hey, that's evidence! Give it back! Um, and he... Damn it. rushes towards you. Can I There's... take a reaction? Um... And either... Sure. But, because
6: he's, he's standing around Xanathar, and he's been thinking. And that, as he sees them trying to, like, move, he's going to go.
3: Oh, that seems like a good
6: idea. So that way they can't, you know, it's here the moment. He's thinking, oh, shit. Uh-huh, yeah. They're gonna... So he's gonna shove to get them to either stop or get away.
1: So shove the the letter or the guard?
6: Oh, no, I'm shoving the guard.
1: Okay, okay. The guard that's going towards Solstice. Yes. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me... Roll he, no, me, me a straight, a straight You're strength check.
6: Uh, that is a total of sixteen.
1: If it meets, it beats. Um, yeah. Oh so, God. you <laughs> yeah. hit and you shove him out of the way. Well, yeah. what's your strength modifier? That'll be fifth. My
6: strength. This modifier is plus three. So that's fifteen. Feet. Okay, so he gets pushed fifteen
1: feet back. Uh, I like the dwarf. <laughs> um, and so yeah, he gets he gets pushed back. And he goes oi! Uh, we're the royal god. What do you think you're doing? Which, by the way, just to be clear, no ill will against British people. That was just the voice that I felt like doing, so I... Oh, that... <laughs> no correlation between how I feel about you, British people, you, you, just so we're clear. You, you, st- you started with the voice you gotta keep on going. I'm gonna I'm keep going. You, British you start the bit, you end the bit. Anyways, um... So yeah, he, but, uh, he's like, Oi, what you do?
6: like, I don't care who you are. This man died... This is important. We gotta
2: go. Wait, okay, so I have a spell called Calm Emotions.
6: If oh, it's just perfect.
2: that one guard that noticed this and is upset, can I cast the spell on them?
1: Um, You can. I will say that all the guards have kind of been alerted now, and they're all kind of...
3: So, uh, focusing on fog, um, I very loudly shout among the fog... For um, us to, um, for the rest of the group to get, run away. I'm like, guys, get your shit, leave.
4: How many people are around? Um,
1: how wide is the street? Scatter. So I would say the street is probably, probably about four carriages wide, and the crowd—it's—it's—it's it's, it's amassing quite a bit of crowd right now. There are only five guards there, um, but the crowd—there's probably a good like thirty people that have come out to see what's going on. And then Lex, did you want to cast? A spell? Yes. Okay.
2: So, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm still, like, within the tavern. Yep. Which is fine, because what's happening is in front. I, like, hold my hands together, and I close my eyes, and I say, There's peace beyond my window, so we wait for light come streaming in, and our loved ones in slumber. And instantly, like, you can see a spell take effect over all of these people in this 20 foot radius sphere, and everyone calms down every humanoid in this sphere becomes like calms down um it also says that everyone has to make a charisma saving throw
1: yep uh that includes all players so you guys since you all are in so yeah spell...
2: unfortunately you guys are in the spell as well
6: Hell yeah.
2: So everyone's calming the fuck out.
1: Uh, so you guys are fucking chill. Um. So he goes,
2: Which
5: is good, because I was like two legs into putting on the armor. (laughs) You're like,
3: wait for me, guys! (laughs) Oh, wait, never mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You guys got it.
1: That is a save. Okay, so two guards save. Three of them are uh, one of them's just like, "Oi, you guys gotta, uh, you guys gotta, whoo." You know, I, I don't feel quite as you angry know, with y'all. I uh, do. You, do I'm, you so... Sorry.
6: I'm so sorry. I shoved you. Uh, it was it was my fault. Okay, I I, I overreacted. Heat of the moment.
1: He looks just like, "Yo, bro, look, I totally understand. Like, things happen, no, that's, man. This life. Bring it in. Bring it. Bring, bring it in. Bring, bring it in." It in. No, no, um, no. And you guys embrace. Um, <laughs> Yo, let's roll for the hug. Roll for the <laughs> He got a
4: four.
6: I. Oh, you gotta. You gotta. We gotta. I'm, just, I'm, so I'm
1: so calm, hey. dude. Like, it's just. It's not it's, working. It's,
6: it's, you know what, I know. I'm a little sense. shorter. I'm
1: a little shorter. No. I, it's okay. It's alright. There's also just a passerby oh, in you. the crowd, and they just start crying. And like,
2: man, I just. I love
1: happy endings, man. Um,
2: oh, we're only gonna have one. Okay, hold on. I need to know um, where where are the two people who are still like not who are not affected, and do they know about the stolen scroll?
1: So there's three people that aren't affected, and yes, they do know about the uh, letter that fell out. And
2: okay, and they're very angry.
1: Well, they're confused now. They're like, "What are you guys doing? Like, we need to get to work." We're we're already covered by a fog cloud,
4: right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. I'll go ahead and shout, it's probably best if we head inside the tavern and pretend like we were never here, and I'll cast Pass Without a Trace and cover my friends in the cloud in shadow, so not only are we obscured, uh, I'm using my essence to make people not really perceive us.
1: Okay, Um, and Pass Without a Trace, that's just a, it happens, right?
4: Uh, yeah, Veil of Shadows and Silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the each creature I choose within 30 feet of me, including me, has plus 10 to stealth. We're right. anybody
5: going to yoke the dude's body? Or are just going to leave it there?
4: I was just going to leave that there because we're already well, in trouble. I had a
3: pretty high perception check, and the only thing that I saw in the perception was the letter falling out of his pocket. So if it was All any right, more important. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, something very important. So sorry. There is a dagger wound that you see on uh this on his side um when the like his his coat falls away and you can see the wound when he like raised up okay um but there is like this black tendril spread almost like a necrotic so whatever hit him
3: we probably shouldn't take it then because it could be infectious. We don't know. We don't know enough about it. So if we did take it, then there's a possibility that it could get one of us sick or injured. Not to mention, a dead body's a lot heavier than a living body, and that oh, causes like it to... Oh, Were you gonna throw it on your goat?
1: Yeah. You start to head back towards the tavern. As you start to head back towards the tavern, there is this huge gust of wind that comes flying through and just pushes the fog away oh, um whack and you guys are still you know doing past that trace so if you could all make a stealth check real quick for me but you get plus 10 to yo that.
6: nat 20 let's go there we go let's go i don't have to
1: uh, yeah you don't you don't have time. to because you're still in the well, town you get,
6: we, uh, we get plus 10 to that right plus it's 10, 13 yeah.
3: it's hard to say the numbers, plus plus. but it was 13 yep. i got 13,
6: a 20 29 29 okay Thirteen plus ten plus five. Yeah. Uh, thirteen, 13 plus, plus 5. five I think is twenty eight.
1: Okay. 28, plus yeah.
3: Five is, is, is eighteen,
1: eight. and then plus, plus 10. ten is twenty eight. Yeah. Ray, what'd you get?
5: Uh, isn't only stealth? It's a D twenty plus whatever your stealth is. Right. I mean. And right. Then, and then and then D20 10, plus ten, and then
1: ten because he did pass that trace on you, so you also have an additional ten.
5: Uh, well, it's twenty one plus ten. So. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you guys are hidden, and so as the fog clears. Thankfully, you guys have the Pass that Trace. You hide. You're out of there. Um, you aren't seen by anyone because you guys got freaking high rules. Um, And as the fog okay. kind of clears out, you see what blew the fog away. It was a giant hippogriff. And hopping down from this hippogriff is a tall half-orc dressed in full armor, plated armor. Um, and he has a a um, war hammer on the back of his. Uh, on his back. On the back of his. on his back. On his back. Um, and he starts walking uh, like towards the rest of the guards and a big thump, thump, thump. And real quick, I'm just going to assume you grabbed the letter, Solstice. That was me. Yeah, I you yeah. grabbed the letter. Okay, cool. Um, so he's just like this thump, thump. And he gets in front of the body and he goes. <sighs> You know, when I sent you guys here, I thought you could handle a simple task, a simple investigation. And one of the guards come over and he's like, sir, like, we promised we we did our best, but like, I I don't know what happened. Like, all of a sudden there's these weird people here and they tried to like, like punch him when he was dead. I don't really understand what happened there. And then there was this evidence that they picked up and he goes, what, what evidence, what people, what are you going on about? And there's this whole conversation happening. And he looks around and then he looks back at the guards and he's like, well, clearly they're not here. Go find them. And they all are like, yes, sir, yes, sir. And they rush and they start to look around and he looks at one of the guards and says, not you. Clean this up. Um, and he begins to look around again and he looks at the people and he's like, good people of our village. It is okay. The Royal Guard is here to protect you. And I think that is where we're going to leave off tonight's session.
7: Don't be afraid of the dark. Be careful with stars. Not every light is gonna guide you, baby. Don't let them rain on your spark. Keep it close to your heart. All of the pressure's gonna drive you crazy. Cause you rise to the madness. In the morning, is all gonna vanish. Don't be afraid of the dark. Be careful with stars.
0: Hear ye, hear ye! Hey, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Where the Stars Fell. A Solstice is played by Molly, Eridotis is played by Joe, Wally is played by Brayden, Herlin is played by Alexis, Allison is played by Ray, I'm your narrator, Eddie Bigspit, and our amazing dungeon master is Jacob. You can find all of our social links in the episode description. Stay tuned for future episodes coming the first and third Mondays of every month. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a like, comment, and a rating to let us know you enjoyed it. Thank you all for tuning in. Hey, yo, you want to hear a story? Ah, uh,
7: Don't be afraid of the dark. Be careful with stars. Not every light is gonna guide you.
4: I I want to ask Vidir Junior if he can help me stay awake or if he's getting sleepy too.
5: <laughs> can I roll the Perry? Um,
1: so I, yeah, you you ask it in your head. You're like, whoa. and Vidir is like, what is what is sleepy? Um, and, and he doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem to understand. Yeah, that makes can sense. Roll the metal. <laughs> can I can um, he was three months
0: <laughs> old.